Welcome to the Ether. Today is Monday, November 7th, 2022. Today on the Ether, episode one of the Rack FM show. Let's take a listen. Right. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, depending on wherever you are in the world. Uh, I hope you can hear me okay. Can I get a thumbs up emoji if uh, you can hear me okay there, Gaines? Does me sound bad or good? Thumbs up, thumbs down. Oh, thumbs up. Robbo's blessed, yeah. Uh, guys, this is an idea that I've had for a while. Uh, and it's basically just to give another kind of to Raccoon uh, to show that we're not complete like plebs all the time because we keep having these amazing spaces, right? These six, seven, ten hours, twelve hours long for the cultures, right? And there's a lot of, like, sensible good talking in between the shit talking, right? But I just want to see if we can, like, move the good talking over to, like, something a bit more productive. Uh, Again, suggested this would be a good time, uh, especially North America, waking up, breakfast, a little bit of a breakfast show for them, right? Maybe set people's days up. Uh, Maybe after this, guys, you'll see like spaces evolve, whether it's for the culture or people throwing up little after shows for talk and points here. But I kind of just want to like use this Rack FM, right? Uh, Over the next couple of months, while I've got not much work on, I want to try and turn this into like maybe a Monday to Thursday thing, right? And then maybe we might have the stinky in the brain or the for the culture Friday night or whatever, right? Uh, but just where, you know, we can choose some fat, but where we can, like, uh, make a point of shouting out some of our friends and projects that are doing things, right? Like Skelly's are minting tomorrow, for example, right? Well, I want to, like, talk about that, yeah. But just to highlight kind of the, the not normal news, guys, right? So, like, the, the, the CT gossip, uh, who's doing what that particular day. I don't know. I want to make this just a little place where we can, like, chill out. You guys on a morning or uh, Brasco in Europe on an after on his lunchtime, you know, maybe chill out, listen to a bit of news, hopefully get, like, the odd project dropping in. It drop a little bit of alpha for two or three minutes. Keep the topic short, fast. Keep the conversation going, trying to get over as much, uh, you know, as many conversations as is possible, guys. So this is an experiment. It's uh, the first show. Hopefully it's like the first show of many. Uh, maybe we can make this into a daily thing. I don't know any spaces out there. Uh, I mean, I know Tank does his, uh, his stream. But like he's all business, you know, he's proper professional like market cipher dude, isn't he, right? Uh, this is just a little bit of a, I don't know, guys, uh, a, a different bit of a look on things. Maybe the raccoon look. 
Uh, look at all of that shit. Look at that shitstorm that we've woke up to today, man. Look at the absolute dumpster fire that is not only in crypto, is in traditional markets. Uh, probably a couple of the biggest stories, I don't know about you guys, a couple of the biggest stories to emerge today is definitely, obviously, CZ and uh, SBF, Sam, and C- CZ's effort to fucking to liquidate Sam, right? I mean, that's the biggest talking point of the day by a million miles. But also the uh, Facebook uh, job, cut, uh, job cuts are an extremely telling sign, right? Uh, I don't know if anybody's seen that who's joined the room, yeah? Uh, Going to be major, major layoffs at uh, Facebook, for one. Uh, Amazon's put a hold on all hiring. Uh, I think Lyft have just let a 13% of their entire workforce uh, across, like, all the different kind of departments, yeah? Uh, there's so much stuff like happening right now. I just feel like a little like daily little news show, whether that's 20 minutes, uh, whether that's half an hour. Welcome to get people in. Welcome to get people to highlight what's going on with the project. If we can make this a little bit of a mix of a Good Morning America show, uh, a little bit of macro, a bit of crypto thrown in. We've got the midterms commencing tomorrow. There are insane battles all over. Uh, whether you look, whether it's in Pennsylvania with Dr. Oz and Federman, whatever. If you look at what's happening down in uh, uh, not New Mexico, uh, Arizona, uh, with Carrie Lake and Hobbs, there's some really hotly uh, contested uh, battles happening in the election. And I'm really interested in politics. And, you know, we're kind of going to relate politics somehow uh, to crypto constantly, uh, which is quite an interesting one, actually, talking about politics and crypto. Uh, I know it's quite late for Rama. Uh, I've invited him. I, I did invite Joe as well uh, to speak a second. Uh, and I think Gaines might be busy. Let's have a look. So, guys, obviously, I'm not going to be the only voice for this. I will be a pleb, right, uh, if I was the only voice, yeah? Hey, what's up, Robo? Hey, good morning, Joe. We're just trying a little social experiment. We're trying something new. Racks are trying to be a little bit that, serious, yeah? This is a good experiment. You, know, you, you mentioned the, um, the job cuts, and uh, this is not really a surprise at all. I think the job cuts, they breeze over them in the news, but this has been coming for two years just because of the way all the COVID you know, funding went around the economy. So I think that the job cuts are going to start um, or probably started already, and they're going to be go- ongoing for a long time. Well, Facebook is a disaster zone. Uh, the numbers, it's an absolute fire sale over there. I mean, it's down like 70-odd percent on the year, is it right? But uh, I think the operating net profit or whatever it is is down 51%. Uh, this meta has been a complete failed experiment, and he still won't let it go, will he? Yeah, it's, it's not only Facebook, though. I remember when COVID started, um, the Walmart by my house was, they decided to um, expand their, their manager trainee program. So they were advertising, oh, we're going to hire managers, we're going to hire managers. And when COVID hit, all these companies got money, right? Even the companies that were profitable and able to operate throughout lockdowns 
and and as a condition to keep the money, they had to keep people on the payroll that they ordinarily would have fired, you know, two years ago. So they just delayed the inevitable. All these tech companies, a lot of them are not really innovating anymore. They're just buying other companies. So it's it's tough to call, you know, Google or even Facebook tech companies anymore. They're they're almost like conglomerates that just buy up competition, you know? Well, yeah, I, was the, the shocked, I was shocked, Joe. I was shocked at their workforce. Do you, do you know how many uh, people Facebook have got on the payroll? Yeah, I guess. It, it doesn't matter. They probably need about a third of what they have, and it's the same with every tech company. Exactly, exactly. I was shocked when I saw the number 87,000. You know, in, 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 in the United States, like the prevailing mentality is people think that they're just entitled to show up at a job, collect a paycheck. They don't even think about whether or not they contribute to the organization. And now you're going to see, you know, who the real essential workers are and who isn't. And these companies need to scale back because people are, you know, because of inflation, they're going to have to buy less stuff. And these companies just, they're going to have to scale it back, especially the retail companies. I think, I think retail is going to get absolutely rocked. Well, it's what's quite interesting and telling, and you're right about retail, yeah. Uh, what's quite interesting, though, is this is the first time in Facebook's history where, like, year on year, their headcount hasn't increased. Uh, I mean, there's talk, there's talk of up to one-third of that workforce having to go for them to be able to return to profitability. I, 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 don't, I don't doubt it. Facebook grew so fast, they can't grow anymore. They're, everybody already has Facebook, and there's only so much you could do to monetize a platform like that. Not only that, they're, they're the, they're the social media platform of my generation. I'm 40 plus, right? Um, I'm a teacher. Kids don't use Facebook anymore because their parents and their grandparents are on it and they don't want their parents and grandparents talking to them on social media. So where are they? They're on Snapchat, they're on TikTok, And that's just the fact. And that's why advertisers have been leaving in droves. Exactly. I think the uh, I think the nail will be in the coffin on that company. I I honestly believe by twenty thirty early twenty thirties, yeah, that you do not see Facebook anymore. I think it will no, be but they, they do they do own Instagram, right? Instagram, I think, is an awesome platform just because it's visual. You don't have to read that much stuff. It's good for people's short attention spans. That's Facebook, right? It is, but might they might have to break that off. I mean, depending on what happens, you know, if there's a company fire sale in the future. I mean, let's see, they're still sitting on a bit of money, but it's, uh, it's, it's telling times, George, telling times, yeah? It is, and I think the people that, you know, they have big mouths and they don't really produce much and they have bullshit college degrees, they're going to get a hard economics lesson in the next five to seven years. Joe, what kind of, uh, in like New York, New York State, the wider state, uh, what's the unemployment problem like there at the moment? Because I do know people like AOC uh, drove like Amazon away uh, out of New York State, right? Uh, do you guys have a bit of an unemployment problem or are things okay now? It's uh, New York is funny because you have, you basically, to me, you could break New York into three sections. You got... You got New York City, you got the New York City suburbs, and then you got the rural areas, which have been gutted, you know, as far as business and and just um, companies leaving in droves because they get what New York does is they give these companies sweetheart tax breaks to come to New York. They open up shop, they hire a bunch of people. And then after 10 years, when the tax breaks go away, the companies just pack up and move. Um, so it's 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 um, New York is weird. Also, the unemployment numbers are completely wrong. We don't have 4% unemployment. We probably have like 14% unemployment nationwide. The unemployment numbers only count people who are collecting federal benefits. 
they don't count people who stop looking for jobs and don't collect federal benefits. So you you could walk around some neighborhoods in New York City and you know you you could just see people walking around in their pajamas at like you know eleven o'clock in the morning. You know it's it's very strange over here. It's I, I worked in New York City. I've been working in New York City for like twelve years, and the neighborhoods change so fast. It could be could be like really rough for a couple of years, then it could be like booming for a couple of years. It's it's just very strange over here. I I have no gauge on you know, what the actual unemployment is, but I would imagine it's super high. And am I right in thinking, Joe, that coming up, uh, you, I, it's obviously the midterms that are coming up and there's a, a fair few like governorships up. Uh, the governor, the governor of New York position, a New York state, uh, that's up at the moment, isn't it? Is yeah, the, 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 current, the current governor was never elected. She filled in for Cuomo when he resigned. Correct. Um, she basically sat around and watched him you know, sexually assault women and never opened up her mouth. She just slid into the position. I don't know how well she's like, to be honest with you. Where I live, it's very mixed in terms of, um, you know, demographic and like political spectrum. Where I live is like super, I would say super mixed. I wouldn't even describe it as purple. I would describe it as like all over the place. I don't know what's going to happen. I, you know, it's, it's very hard to tell because with the mail-in voting now, people mailing in their votes before these candidates even debate each other. So it's, it's really, it's, it's just, it's just a strange last couple of years with as far as voting. Yeah. That's quite a big election. I think that one, I think that in the one in Arizona, they are two huge governorship elections up at the moment. Right. Uh, Joe, uh, I mean, I don't know about, I don't want to ask about political like affiliations. Yeah. Uh, whether you're like voting or not. Yeah. But you're hoping to see some change coming up. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I think, just because something's different doesn't mean it's going to be better. People always want different. And then like six months later, they're bored with it. So I don't know. I, I, I don't honestly don't really have an opinion. I, you know, you, you elect these people, all of them, it doesn't matter what party they run for it. They, they, they're running on the same problems that they were promising to solve when I was a kid. It's unemployment, it's abortion, it's energy. It's all, it's the same stuff. It's, it's minimum wage. So I, I don't know. I think everyone just needs to be ready to take care of themselves. And you need to make your own opportunities and you need to find a niche wherever you live, no matter where it is. And you need to exploit all these opportunities and just keep uh, like pushing yourself. I think that's like the, the recipe that's worked for me since I became an adult, you know. Very motivational, very motivational. And actually, while we're on the subject of politics today uh, and we've got some, you know, well-read uh, listeners in uh, and Joe as a speaker, which is a privilege. Uh, Joe, I mean, I know you've probably been up with your daughter during the night, uh, but we've had a little spat going on for a few hours with uh, CZ from uh, Mr. Binance and uh, Sam and Mr. F SBF. Uh, have you caught up on the uh, ensuing carnage yet, Joe? A little bit, but I think this has been brewing for a long time. I think for the last couple of years, um, American you know, business, American crypto businesses have been sliding Binance because they're seen as like a competitor to Wall Street, I guess. I think that I, that's my assumption. Um, I don't know what to think. I think CZ is a very strange, I don't want to say strange. He, I'd say he's unique. He's, he's, uh, he's not an American businessman, right? He has Binance, but at the same time, he's a Bitcoin maxi deep down. And he lives almost like this minimalist lifestyle when he's, even though he's a billionaire, he, he's a very strange person to read i think just before we actually go on to this conversation i think there's a very very uh, important point to highlight here and i don't know how many people have like heard this uh, so-called rumor uh, there's been some stuff that would 
indicate that it's more than just a kind of strong rumour. Uh, but, guys, for like quite a long, long time now, it's been alleged that CZ is one of the uh, people, original people uh, and investors behind Thorchain. Have you come across this uh, rumour before, Joe, in the past, have you? Have not. And I, I don't know anything about Thorchain, so maybe someone else can speak on that. I, I, I don't know anything about it. Yeah, people want me. I might want to. I mean, I'm, like we say, this, you know, we're not going to go into these like mad details, guys. We want to keep, guys, want to keep this short, like short, uh, the short, short, sorry, uh, compact, like talk about as many issues within the day, get a little bit of uh, rack involved as well. Yeah, but there's, there's been a, a high rumor, a big rumor for a long, long, long time, right? And many little snippets of information that CZ is actually one of the main people behind Thorchain. Uh, I did want to bring that in as a little bit of like background, sort of contextual background, right? Uh, but there's several things to be looking at here. Uh, one of the things that I'm hearing is that CZ wants Africa. Uh, and obviously you've seen what FTX have been doing lately. You know, Africa is what they all want to capture. Uh, CZ is, you know, not happy with their progression, uh, their aggressive progression into the African market. If you've seen the Binance account uh, posting today from like Ghana and stuff, yeah, yeah, you'll see what I mean about the, that is like the chalice that they all want to drink from, right? Uh, there's several things. Uh, Joe, what have you heard so far then? If you've been asleep during the night and you're catching up, what have you heard about what's happened? Well, I heard that um, CZ, what I heard is that he's trying to liquidate um, Sam. Here's the thing. I live in New York and we don't have Binance in New York and we don't have FTX. So like, I'm, I'm kind of in the dark with all these exchanges. I don't even have Celsius here. So in New York, the only exchanges we could use are Coinbase and Gemini because everything is uh, everything's geo-blocked um but yeah i know cz I, I feel like he's been demonized a little bit the last couple of years and i i wouldn't be surprised if it gets a lot worse before it gets better but all, all i heard really was that he's trying to liquidate sam or or what you know basically he thinks sam is basically colluding with regulators to squeeze him out of united states market something like that yeah that's the main tale so that's the lead story is that sam has been colluding uh, with people behind uh, CZ's back to do with regulation. I've got a feeling Bans wants to speak. She's come up. Oh, I was just excited because I'm going to, I can't, I've, I've been um, following the story. I'm going to be chatting about it um, today. So I just was really excited. I wanted to hear what you guys had to say about it. Um, but you guys essentially know the same, the, the same things. I didn't know about the colluding um, thing, but I'd like to hear a little bit more about that. I think it's obvious that Sam is is basically a government spokesperson at this point. Anybody who gets that far, yeah, I mean, I mean, and it's to his advantage, so you can't blame him. Um, some companies going to have to work with regulators, and just what happens in the United States is the companies that play nice with the regulators they end up being monopolies in their industry. They, you know, they could they could stick around for decades and not have to innovate anything, and he's. It looks like he's positioning himself to be the, you know, the Johnson and Johnson or the the 3M or the, the, the you know, what one like that type of company, but in the in the finance Correct. sector. Correct, Joe. Exactly right. 
but he's definitely that, that, that's just how, I mean, that's just how, that's just how it works though oh sorry bands i didn't mean to talk over you but yeah that, that's just how it works here with all these regulations you have to jockey yourself into a favorable position otherwise somebody else will and then they're going to just put you out of business it's just that's why we have like you know two or three big companies running every industry the the, the regulations actually help them you know, regulations are great for Exxon. They're great for Pfizer. They're great for Johnson and Johnson, but they're not good for these smaller companies that are trying to break in and be competitive. Now then, the big question, bands, Joe, everybody listening. The big question is, why in that series of tweets did CZ specifically mention Luna with FTT and say that he'd learned his lesson? I mean, if you don't understand, I mean, guys, do you see that, that as social, me when I read that? Do you see that as like a bit of social engineering from CZ's part? Yeah, I, th- I think he's. Uh, I mean, the truth is, I think it's really easy to collapse some of these prices, especially if they're traded either over the counter or um, there. There are, you know, liquidity pools for them. I think they're easy to just completely slam the price down. Um, the, the whole thing that started the Luna thing was an over-the-counter trade, which should have never happened. You know, oh, sorry guys, I was just sharing. I was just, I was just sharing something to the uh, top of the uh, the nest. Uh, Joe, yeah, well, that four pool was the problem, wasn't it? Uh, yeah, but I think, I think the main. Yeah. I think the main problem was the over-the-counter trade, it, because it was over-the-counter. It didn't reflect the real price, and then they were able to dump into the pool. <laughs> To shift the price. So anyway, my kid's crying. I got I got to get off. I'm going to listen though. Thanks for no me problem. Talk. No problem. The interesting thing, guys, here is uh, why is CZ deciding to spread these purchases out over months? Uh, I mean, bands. Is it just to have like enforced selling pressure on FKT? Yeah. No, I think he's. Well, didn't he say that he didn't want to like you know. He's not trying to like crash their market because if he were to liquidate all that at once, if FTT would go down, right? Like, if he liquidated well, it's Ala, that all it's, at once, in it's one Alameda. Trade, it's Alameda that's the happen. problem, isn't it? Well, Alameda's got loads of uh, collateralized loans, haven't they, on their FKT stash, yeah? Absolutely. I, don't, I, I mean, all we're doing is speculating, guys. Uh, I'm, but a, I'm actually... Oh, sorry. No, bands. I was just going to say, this is like nuclear. Like, CZ, yeah. I, I went to sleep, I woke up, and he just took the nuclear option out, like... It has been coming, but wow. I, I'm actually taking this um, Sam Bankman Freed thing from a different angle um, when I talk about it today. I'll, I'll just share it with you guys anyway. I'm just going to, um, I'll just, I think it's interesting that five months ago, and I'm going to be repeating this again on my show, but um, five months ago, Sam Bankman Freed was like, I'm going to spend $1 billion to stop Donald Trump from becoming the president. Now, five months later, He's getting all involved and saying, oh, wait, I'm just trying to su- I'm, I'm supporting constructive candidates across the aisle to prevent pandemics and bring pi- bipartisan climate to D.C. Now, he's it's like he's trying to. First, he goes from I, I, I'm, I'm going politically on one side and then now he's trying to be like, oh, I'm just sp- I'm trying to be even keel across, you know, whoever's the best candidate. I just think it's really interesting that that amount of money is basically more money, more power. He's going to be able, you know, he's, it's almost like he's going to try to control what happens politically now as well. So I just, I, I, I think well, that's he, him aligning himself. How, how much that, it's bands, smart. Hold on. Bands, Wait, one second, one second, did... real quick. One sec, let me finish real quick. And, and listen, so 
if he if he does that right if he aligns himself against donald trump or against public enemy number one maybe that's also a way to protect himself because he's like hey listen a lot of people don't like him so maybe i can make sure that i'm on that board and then more have more chance like you were saying to get into the you know in better and better sites with the government so bands uh how much did he donate directly to biden's campaign in uh, 2019, 2020, I think, did he donate about, it was either two, two or four million dollars, yeah, it was a sizable chunk of money, right? Um, yeah, actually, let me double check that one sec, because I don't, I don't remember how um, Guys, I'm only mentioning this because I'm going to be very honest with everybody in this room. I have never liked SBF, personally, because of his overt uh, political wokeness. I have never been a fan. I'm a fan of his autism and what he's built and what he's done. You can't take that away, right? But he is not a man of the people. He has done bad things to liquidate many, many people, right, over the last couple of years, guys, right? If you really go into his history, he's not a great guy. However, he espouses this, like, you know, Democratic Party line, uh, a deep degree of, like, overt wokeness that's just... We don't need that in the industry. Crypto needs to be apolitical. What was the number bands? Two or four million was high. I'm actually, I think it's five. I'm looking at what? I'm looking at the second uh, CEO donated second largest amount of, to Joe Biden's campaign. This was in uh, September 2020 or 2021 when it first came out. So yeah, three not, million, not, three million. Not chump change, right? Not chump change. No. That's a big donation, that. Can, can no, you repeat that? Who, whose donation is that? Okay, so um, actually, let me take the let me. I'm gonna grab the link and just put it on the um, nest. It was SBF on the bottom. SBF, Bank Bankman Fred donated directly to the uh, Biden campaign, several million dollars, and then spoke about it like everywhere. He was so proud of himself. The, the whole financial sector is like super woke. Unfortunately, isn't it just? That's why when I, I, I heard think, about, I mean, look at BlackRock. Yeah, well, when I heard about Steve Cohen uh, getting into crypto, was it late last year or early this year? Uh, people were like, yeah, Steve Cohen's coming into crypto, the big money guy. And I'm like, how uneducated are you? How unread are you? Please go and read some books. If anybody wants to know about Steve Cohen, go and read a book called uh, Black Edge. It's a fantastic read about like uh, the financial markets and Wait, especially did you just the say New York. Dean Coons? Steve Cohen. Steve Cohen, who uh, Steve Cohen. Oh. Steve Cohen, who was trying to buy. Ah, oh, he's the guy that most people haven't heard of. Bands, but he got into uh, crypto. I think late last year or early this year. He is part of that like like walk Wall Street kind of uh, crew that Joe's talking about. Yeah extremely woke they're all uh, democratic party uh, donators joe yeah wall street yeah but you know in, in new york the republicans are woke too i think woke is just like code word for you know heavy regulations and that cronyism that comes along with it shrew got a great idea the other day shrew was on the uh, spaces and he said he said i think we should just give the entire contents of the federal reserve to paul pelosi and just get him to like trade it for us. You'd be out of debt in six months, Joe. <laughs> yeah, he, he, he's a genius. I, I I wish I could follow some of his trades. I, I really do. I wish he was as good at uh, covering his tracks when he's having his, uh, uh, you know, 
gay, gay orgy oh. events in his house. I, 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 Holy I Christ. Listen, that's not even the first time that happened. Bond? Sorry, I'm dealing with kids right now, but I did put that little link in there for uh, donations. Cool. Thanks for that. Superb. Uh, I mean, I don't know where I side on this, guys. I think CZ is just playing like Sigma level mind games. Uh, I'm not a fan of Binance either. I, I was there last year when they uh, halted their withdrawals, right? When F went there, uh, when F crashed ridiculously. CZ's pulled dirty tricks in his life. But Sam has pulled just as many dirty tricks, if not more. And he's the one that he's, who's trying to use the regulations in his favor. Like you heard from Joel, you maybe have this like monopoly on the United States of America, which is what they want. Uh, I don't know how I feel about it. I'm very indifferent. I don't want to side with anybody, but if I did, it would be CZ, probably, yeah. I, I think I'm in the same boat as you. I look at him as like a man on an island all by himself, right? He's not, he's not really, you know, in, in high regard in, in, in China, he's definitely considered like a, a threat to American businesses. I feel like he's just kind of on his own. And what he was able to build is, is truly impressive. Like he's to me, someone like that, they are, they are like an absolute genius and they're a workaholic at the same time. So it's, I, I, I kind of would like this to shake out in his favor, but I could also see him getting completely stomped out. Well, he does have a big problem because of the CCP. Uh, rumor association. I mean, ever since I got into crypto right back in the very early days of my like crypto career, one of the first things I heard like on CT in the rumor mill was, you know, that he's got a, I mean, does anyone ever get away from the CCP? Does anyone ever really escape or not? I don't think so. I'm not too sure about that one. We'll have to see. Have you heard anything about those on those lines, bands? Oh, she's got the kids, hasn't she? Yeah, guys. Same with can, me. I got one on my shoulder right here. <laughs> yeah, I just gotta, I got, I just gotta keep an eye on it for the next ten minutes, and then I'm, I'm straight. You just can go back, guys, and check though, man. If you, if you do advanced searches properly on like crypto Twitter, you'll be able to see the rumor mills. Uh, around February last year, it was actually quite high when he was getting like a load of shit at the time. Yeah, uh, whenever Binance is in the shit, it always comes out. But I think there's a lot of people who are not looking at the African connection. You only need to go to the official accounts to see how much work they've been doing in Africa. And, and you know, who's going to have that first mover, at, like, continent-wide advantage? Uh, that's definitely a power struggle for them. Then you look at the China, I think China is definitely uh, has that, that edge in the power struggle for China. I just don't know if Binance is going to be able to... Um, benefit directly from that because i don't know how you know favorable he, he he's viewed by ccp who knows well they're totally anti-crypto to start with aren't they yeah totally well, they'll, they'll be they'll be pro crypto when they can control it exactly dude that's all they want they just want the central bank digital currency that's what it's all about for many governments right now like literally if anyone's in favor of central bank digital currencies like please delete me from your life like because i'm just against them on a degree that I couldn't even begin to tell you. They even want one in here in Thailand, yeah. I was trying to think, though, guys, about what else had been happening uh, today. They were the two massive uh, stories, I thought, the Facebook layoffs and uh, the situation with uh, CZ and uh, uh, SBF, Sam Bankman-Fried. How, uh, how 
how big were the the uh, layoffs for for Meta? I'm sorry, because their whole Meta. Oh, they haven't they haven't like properly announced it yet, right? Uh, but there's eighty seven thousand people working for them, and they're talking about up to one third of the workforce could go. Every department has to lose fat fans. I know he was like, oh, I'll spend, you know, billions of dollars to, you know, for my metaverse dream. Hey, let me just fire all these people. Fucking asshole. Yeah, he uh, he absolutely. Guys, do you want to know something? It was Zuckerberg. I wrote an article. I've only wrote a couple of mediums. The first one I ever wrote was actually on what, uh, well, I mentioned in a couple of paragraphs about what Zuckerberg did to the P2E industry. Everything that we were like seeing 12 months ago, all these P2Es, they were like 10x, 15x overnight and stuff, right? Ridiculous, yeah. It was all literally since, literally happened overnight when he changed his uh, company name to Meta. Can you remember bands last year, what it was like? It just went mental overnight, yeah? He, he was just trying to capitalize off the name and saying, oh, I'm, I'm creating the metaverse and stuff like that. But you can't force something that, you know, you are really been building and other people have been for a little bit longer and they've created the foundation. I don't know. Maybe I'm tripping, but he does have a, you know, the normies and people who aren't paying attention and involved in that. But maybe I'm tripping. They, he, he does have 200,000 people visiting the metaverse like monthly. So his metaverse. I'm hearing, I'm hearing this could be a trillion dollar mistake. The end figure, the end figure that could be put on this uh, era of judgment uh, could, could without a shadow of a doubt, reach a trillion dollars. And he also lied on the uh, call to investors, uh, which what was that last week? Yeah. When the earnings report came out, uh, he actually lied. Like if you look at the new report of the job cuts, he didn't tell that to investors last week at all. His message was extremely different, which is makes this news even a little bit more controversial, doesn't it? Yeah. Uh, I don't think there's anything that will happen to any anyone in his position that would, you know, hurt him personally or even financially. I I think they they I think Facebook's trouble is they grew to like a maximum size, and if they want to innovate further and grow further, they have to completely branch out into something different. It's going to cost them so much money, and I feel like these bigger companies are so much more inefficient than what's going on in, in crypto right now, where like a group of six people can launch protocols in, in like a couple of weeks. So I think he has to either scale it back tremendously and just be Facebook and then hope to, you know, rely on ad revenue, or he's going to have to spend a ton of money to do something like metaverse and follow through with it so that it pays off. I'm not, I don't know. I, Facebook's in a weird position because they can't grow anymore. Everyone has Facebook already. Totally agree. Uh, guys, you know, so this is what I wanted to do right on this like little show. Yeah. Uh, just have some, you know, very good like conversation, short period of time, get some news out, right? A bit different opinion. Uh, there's a couple of other crypto things happening today. Uh, first of all, uh, Jackal is restarting their blockchain today. So if anybody knows about Jackal, we're on secret. Uh, decided to deploy the L1. Uh, and then Jacob nuked them uh, sometime early last week, I think it was. Uh, we actually had on Sunday uh, Jacob and Patrick from uh, Jackal talk on the spaces. So Finn might have recorded it. He might not. I don't know. It might be up. It might not. Uh, that was a really good conversation. Uh, him and Jacob breaking bread uh, in public was great. I don't know if you guys have seen Jacob's uh, tweets and pull requests that he's been pumping out today. Uh, Sif Chain, 
Anybody following Jacob uh, in the Sif Chain drama? About to right now. Sometimes I have to take a break from him. He's a little bit much. A little bit too much. I had a block on me. I literally couldn't couldn't do it anymore. It was hard work. Uh, good morning, Amanda. Good morning, loves. Um, We're just just trying to spread some positivity. Yeah. In amongst the news. <laughs> yeah. Well, your favorite crypto power couple, myself and Gainsey, have some very 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 exciting news. Cosmos spaces, but it's super secret. What? It's super secret what? right now. Alpha. Oh, I. I don't think I'm at. Turn the record button off. <laughs> yeah. So please stay tuned to Cosmos spaces. Big, big if true. Yeah, big if true. Big. Well, talking about news, uh, this is exactly, guys, what I wanted to happen. Uh, bands, uh, Spear Skellies is launching tomorrow. Mm -hmm. uh, do you want to just give us like a quick like 60 seconds? Uh, it's what, 10 a.m. or what, 12 UTC is it tomorrow? Um, so it is, hold on, my dogs. Can you hear that? You can hear that. There's no way. Is that better? Can you guys hear my dogs? You're fine. I didn't hear any noise, darling. Don't worry. Yeah, because they're like fighting and stomping each other and stuff like that. Um, hold on, let me pull that medium. So basically, we'll be minting. Let me pull the Medium article real quick, just because I have so many things going on. Um, it'll be easier if I just look at it real quick. Give me two seconds. Bands, what day? Yeah, yeah. But while you're doing that, what blockchain are you uh, built on? Stars. Right. Okay. So you're minting on stars. You're built on stars. Yeah. Uh, and it, you're a game as well. Yeah. You're a P2E game, right? Yes, it's a P, uh, P2E game. Just give me two seconds while I pull up this. Yeah, of course. Of course. Quite an interesting project. Uh, I quite like your main guy as well. He's, uh, he's a nice guy. He's been in our spaces a couple of times. Yeah, very nice guy. He's a serious gentleman. Like 100%. I'll curse and I'll be like, oh, I feel a little bit like a little bashful if I curse in front of him. I don't know why. He's just very, very kind. Nice. Good morning, Gaines. I was waiting for that. Hey, Amanda. He's arrived. <laughs> He's arrived again. So we were, we were getting you, Alpha. Your woman, yeah, you, uh, Amanda, an Alpha. Yeah. Did you hear how I called us the power couple? I did not. I was uh, dropping yeah, off my I daughter started. at the uh, bus stop, and I just very, very like lightly heard Cosmos Spaces, and I'm like, "What? What? What happened?" Oh no! I was just saying that Crypto's favorite power couple, i.e., you and me, have some exciting news. For Cosmos Spaces, but it's very hush hush at the moment. Ah, I'm really intrigued. I'm really intrigued. This could be a uh, top top news, right? No, I think this is. They're going to be announcing a throuple. Maybe. Molly, yes, depends. Amanda, um, good Gates. morning, Robo. Good night. <laughs> I mean, um, good morning, bands and everybody else. So, Gaines, we're just doing a little bit of a different show. We've been uh, chatting some news. Hopefully you heard us talking about uh, SBF from FTX and CZ from Binance trying to burn each other. Uh, we're just talking about the Facebook job cuts that are upcoming as well as some other things that look like the, the macro might be slowing down a little bit, yeah? And um, I, I, I yeah, yeah. medium article. So oh, sorry. This, is, this is why it's so important that we are very careful 
with the things that we invest in because there are big fucking crypto whales out there that will literally move the market in a huge huge like way like these guys just be very careful yes we all need to be aware games we are plebs in the bigger bigger uh, picture you know, and the bigger wheel we are but spokes right yes so so bands bands this was the aim of this little show i'm going to try and do a daily You've okay. just posted a medium upstairs here. Do you want to give us a quick 60 seconds over your project? Yeah. yeah. Um, so ba- the mint, we're minting tomorrow at 10 a.m. Eastern um, via Stargate Zone. So um, what's really, really cool is, yes, yes. Shoot, I can hear Bans. I don't think Gates can hear me. Can you guys hear me? I can't. Yeah, I can, we, can, wrong. we can hear you. I think Gaines is having some problems. Yeah, he's a pleb. I'll come back. What a pleb. Okay. So on the collection side is thirty five hundred, and the mint price for whitelist is forty. But um, if you um, if you on the whitelist, you get the ten, as soon as the mint is over, you get your first five NFTs get you get ten dollars back in stars for each one. So you get fifty fifty dollars worth of stars as soon as the mint is over back in your wallet. Like the contract does it immediately because they didn't have like a tiered way for them to do like a you know depending on what tier you are to have that, to be able to mint cheaper. So they're doing that. Um, I, what I think is really cool is after holding them for a little bit, you have, uh, you'll get four vials. So let's say you have four, uh, four skellies, you'll get like four vials. Each skelly is um, two vials. And then you take those four vials and you can use them to uh, burn them and get a, your space skelly will consume it and get a spaceship. And inside of that spaceship, you can choose to open it or not open it. And that will be like the next collection. But all of these are being built um, to work, interact with the website because um, they want to make sure that the gameplay is start, you know, that they're building a game from the beginning, not like adding NFTs to the game after the fact. So, yeah, yeah which is happening. a problem, a problem a lot of projects make, right? Yeah, they're like, hey, buy my NFT and um, I promise I'll make a game, but it's very expensive to make a game. <laughs> You know, it's very, it's, it's, it's a lot of time. So, the you know, we have probably another five years before a game is even, a, you know, being able to be built. Passage has been working on their stuff for like a year now and they're still, you know, still in the throes of it. You know what I mean? And we how long has the project, how long has the project been going since uh, inception? It's been, a, it's actually been a full year. They were on Terra originally. And um, after they were on Terra, you know, the death spiral. So they decided to go with one planet to Polygon. But then that um, essentially, because EJ likes things, you know, we want to make sure that we're, you know, saying, you know, doing what we're saying. So he felt like it was just taking a little bit too long with one planet. And we built such an awesome community hanging out with everybody in stars. And we were already in the stars community. Um, he, and the contracts that he's looking for will be available on Stargaze version two. So um, he decided to go to Stargaze instead. And because of that, I, I feel like it's definitely helped the community since we were already there. <laughs> With version two, I think you're going to see a lot more pay to want to go there, right? There's other games that are waiting on version two as well, right? Yes, it's a like conditional Ellie. contract. The, right. They want that conditional contract. Because then, you know, that's essentially a layered contract that you can just keep adding on to or, you know, to a different and then make a, a whole another contract. So I think that that's awesome. That I'm super excited. I can't wait for them to be able to do that. 
absolutely wonderful doll, and I'm really looking forward to it. Actually, uh, I'm, I think I'm going to be a supporter just for you, darling. Just for you. Oh, you, hey, listen. If you guys do get um, mint them, or if you happen, I don't know if you guys are on the whitelist, but make sure there's going to be a giant space board. If you mint the ID number on there, there there could be money, there could be NFTs and whitelist, and it's a board of a hundred boxes. So make sure you guys uh, try to so get the prizes. Like- there's a hundred prizes up for grabs as well, yeah. More than a hundred. So there's a hundred plus your, you know, every PFP that you minted that is um from the like, let's say if you mint my PFP because this is just a, a a hold a hold picture. I don't I don't get to keep this one. If somebody mints that one, obviously I'll remove it as my PFP, but they will be able to get like fifty or a hundred dollars depending on um on that. So I think that that's awesome. So if you mint a one to one. You get money. I think it's cool. There you go, guys. Skelly's minting tomorrow morning, 10, 10 Eastern time. Yeah, get all over it. Hey, if you want to be in it, yeah, you got it. If you want to win it, you've got to be in it. Uh, Gaines, you've got uh, some big things coming up this week, right? On Cosmos Spaces, have you got a? Uh, is it Wallet Cipher? You guys have got coming on, yeah. We have Cipher D Wallet coming on a space uh, tomorrow at six thirty p.m. Eastern Standard. And then we also have a, we haven't announced this yet, but we also have a uh, like NFT Web3 gaming panel that we're hosting for on Wednesday, same time, 6.30 p.m. Eastern Standard. We're inviting Passage. We're inviting, um, well, we're inviting Kalepar and Bushi. So it's going to be pretty fun. And guess who's hosting it with me? Who? Yanda. Yowster's doing it with you, yeah? Uh, yupster really wow he i'll tell you what that'll be a good show you and him as host will be fantastic yeah <laughs> and then thursday no actually friday we're we're planning to host a space for yumi on friday and that one we're gonna do it with um mr shroot shroot's gonna help us host that space it's gonna be his first time hosting a space so wish him oh, luck. Fantastic. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. I, I can listen to Shroot all day. We had a very intellectual conversation with him the other day, yeah? Yes, we did. Yeah. Hey, I think Amanda had a question for you there. Got a hand up like a pleb. Amanda, did you have a question for? No, I didn't. She was saying talk to the hand. That's what she was saying. She was is like, talk to she, the hand. Is that what she was doing on this serious show? This hmm. serious show. My goodness. I'm just waiting for the day when James asks me to co Yeah, Ooh. I don't know about that, Amanda. I mean, um, sure, I'll think about it. I'll talk to your boss, John C. First, because uh, he's been telling me that you got a lot of work to do. So, yeah, I don't know. You, you might be too busy. You know, I think he might just be afraid of your hosting ability. You know, he doesn't want you to, like, outshine him. Um, and that's okay. You know, sometimes people are intimidated by strong women. And so they try to like, I don't know, you know, let me talk to your boss. Like she got to talk, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> you want to know who isn't intimidated by strong women? Rama. He's never had one. Zaddy himself. <laughs> Big, what was that Gaines? He's never had one. Is that because he's never had one? Oh. Listen, Correct. this is Rock oh, FM. That. Correct. This is Rack FM. I'm trying, trying to keep it professional. You know, we almost forgot. Today is the big day, guys. Today is the uh, Cosmos two point uh, Atom 2.0 Corp Conference uh, for plebs. 
in uh, Lisbon. Oh, I mean uh, Lisbon, sorry. I do apologise. Uh, so if anybody doesn't know, guys, right, uh, all the people that wrote the Atom uh, 2.0 paper, yeah, for weeks they've been unable to cope. Uh, so what we've been able to do is another community fundraiser. We've been able to stick another few G in uh, Cito's back pocket uh, so they can host a, another event in his, uh, his hometown, right? Or where he's based, yeah. Uh, so he just have to travel like very far this time, you know, because he's been under a lot of pressure traveling around the world on all of these business class paid for flights, etc. Yeah. So they're having this fantastic. And apparently, dudes, uh, guys, I think they're going to come to a solution at this conference. I think the Atom 2.0 dream could be saved. Or, or am, I, am I getting the wrong story here? Does anybody know what's happening today, Lisbon? Not sure. I'm not in the I'm not in the circle of people, you know. So I have no idea what exactly is going down in Lisbon. But I can search. Yeah, on you're not you're not a jerk, so you'll not be in that circle, right? Uh, I don't know if anybody's representing Angel Protocol over there, but I very much doubt it. Probably unless Trev's managed to pop down. Is Trev there for? Uh... Yeah, Trev's there. Oh, it would have been great to get him on, wouldn't it? Yeah. He's probably not talking to me after Friday night, though. Uh, never mind. Yeah, could we get Trev on the line so we can see live action of what's going on over there? Amanda, do you mind you know, um, reaching out to Trev? Yeah, what do we um what do we want? Like video content? Just audio? The spaces live is fine. The spaces. Okay. Like while it's happening? Yeah. Live coverage. This is a yeah. This is Rec FM. Is our spy? Is our spy? Is our insider? All right, I'm on it. <gasps> so yeah, there's a big uh, a big corp conference going on. Uh, let's hope that something comes out of it. Yeah, productive. Let's hope that uh, people can you know put down the uh, the swords. Hopefully, shake hands, meet in the middle, and hopefully we can progress as a wider ecosystem. Yeah. Can I can I just uh, point something out really quick? The uh, Adam Lisbon meetup, it's sponsored by Chihuahua. So props to Chihuahua for sponsoring this event and also Chainflow. How many billions of Chihuahua did that cost then? <laughs> no clue, man, but it's cool to see a meme token up there, you know, a little Wawa token. Especially now it's our second uh, Rekasino, yeah, for sure. Uh, I don't I don't know what's happening with IBC and Luna Classic, guys, uh, but we desperately need to just hound Jacob uh, until he gets uh, <clears throat> until he gets this connected. Yeah, I believe that uh, he's probably one of the very few people who might be able to actually pull this off. No, Gaines, you heard any word on Luna Classic being IBC enabled yet? So I am in a group chat with some fellow like Wawa Degens and it looks like they're organizing themselves to also, you know, spread, spread Raccoon Bet beyond Wawa Chain. Uh, there's, some there's some people in that chat that have connections with the Luna Classic, you know, Degens. So I'm pretty sure it's going to happen sometime soon, man. They're really pushing for it. Talking about Degens, uh, your man Rainman dropped a little bit of Juicy Alpha earlier. And from what I'm being led to believe at the minute, guys, if anybody was involved in uh, Fortis, right, uh, back in the early days, the, the big Ponzi that collapsed before uh, Lunar and UST, uh, I have heard on the grapevine 
that Castle version 2 is to be released on the Huahua Chin uh, later this week. Have you heard anything, Gins? Yes. What have you heard? Are there, is this a social, another social experiment like the first one, the first Castle was? <clears throat> it could be. And that, that's actually some, some of the things that they're talking about in that Wawa Dijen chat room. So, yes, it could be coming soon. So version one was a social experiment on greed. And version two is going to be a social experiment of some other kind, I believe, yeah? Whether yes. that be adoption, something like that, yeah? Okay. I'm doing, I'm doing some searching right now on that right now, actually, so. Okay, Tanks come in. I just want to see if Tanks wants to contribute to the daily news. Tank, we're not we're not robbing any news from anybody. We're having an alternative news, uh, Bans, yeah? Yeah, I know you're not. No, <laughs> I, I do have. I do want to share some. Um, that some some of the news that I I, I review and go through doesn't make it to my um make it on the show, um just because we we're, we're limited at time and we want to make sure that it's something that's very interesting. Do you guys think it's interesting? And I'm I'm asking that um Jack Dorsey he start he's where he got a new um social media platform, uh Blue Sky and Kanye bought parlor and elon has twitter and i feel like they're trying to see who's going to win and even jack dorsey was saying that he has the twitter killer even though he's still kind of involved with twitter what well, do you, you guys think about that you can't you know you can't trust jack dorsey do you know the reason why you can't trust him because he um changed his look midlife because he stole twitter <laughs> he stole twitter from a guy called noah and uh, guys, I'm not going to give any backstory. It's going to all go away. I tell you who's got a very, very, very good piece on it. If anybody watches Cold Fusion TV and a Gordo, right, on YouTube, yeah, Cold Fusion are brilliant. I've, I've mentioned them several times. But uh, if you go and look at, like, uh, the video they've got, there's several, but that's a really good one, yeah. It's, a, it's an intro, yeah. Uh, Jack Dorsey actually stole Twitter from a guy called Noah who ended up like with nothing for it as well. That's long, long ago back in the day, but he just played the game, same as your guy did with Napster, right? Uh, good morning, Tank. It's morning where you are, sir, yeah? Good morning, family. Good morning. Uh, first and foremost, what the fuck, Gaines? I woke up, looked at your PFP, and I was like, what this motherfucker? Oh, shit. But no, yeah, yeah. All, tank, all those tank, um, well, sorry for tank, tank, I'm getting welcome. Getting right now. Tank, welcome to uh, Rack FM. It's the first of what we're going to try to have, like a Monday, Thursday, like daily little chat. It's going to be short. We've been running an hour, an hour now. Uh, just having an alternative view on some of the like major talking points of the day. So the Facebook job redundancies that are coming. Uh, CZ Binance versus SBF and FTX and Alameda. Uh, the Lisbon conference today, uh, Bands has come up and talked about a project. Amanda's got some alpha coming soon with Cosmos Spaces. You know, just any little snippets or any anything he wants to add, Tank, you know, just a little different twist, sir. Ooh, yeah. All of those are very interesting. I've been uh, up since uh, 4 o'clock, like always, reading about all of those. Um, except for what Amanda has, because I don't know what she's talking about. Didn't know anything about the castle experiment being launched later on this week super excited but um i, I did want to uh just share i know Gaines already knows this but uh, our boy aztec uh finally decided to buy himself a rack i saw was was all in it on the on twitter 
like it like we don't know like way to be late to the party brother <laughs> some of us are on a budget tank jeez <laughs> fuck that shit there's no budget spend it aztec yeah he's in the discord he loves it doesn't he he's he's right in the rock army straight away that guy i like his um i like his take on getting into nfts he's not a flipper he doesn't trade nfts he buys them to get to understand the community and boy oh boy is he gonna get to know our community very fast <laughs> a rude awakening yeah. yeah i actually i know he has um i'll just say on a personal one one-on-one uh interaction with him i've never had it i've actually been wanting to get him on this show multiple times in the past because i know he's a big secret guy right but uh yeah, I was I was happy to see him finally jumping on board. I was like, yes. Tank, they will all come. They will all come, like Rama said, like one at a time and then all at once. What was it, games one by one, then all at once, yeah? Right. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Rama reckons hey. there's three L1s, you know. There's three L1s that want us right now. Hey, really quick, Who wants Tank. You? Um, really quick, Tank. Uh, you did a stream with Timmy. You want to talk about that really quick so people can head to the YouTube channel, maybe give you a few likes and subs. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, no, and, and more importantly, guys, you guys get to hear uh, what Timmy and who he is on a more personal level. Like the, the it was a kind of like a play. You've obviously, guys, Games has been on it, uh, but we started a new series on the YouTube channel called Between Two Planets. It's kind of like a play on Between Two Ferns, uh, where it's kind of more of a lighthearted uh, approach to getting to know. Uh, cosmonauts the the people that you know are, are doing stuff making moves or in the ecosystem on, and that are well known but not on a you know not like how everybody else does it like i said on a more personal note um and it was a really great it was a long it, got, it went by so fast but even with you Gaines, it, it I, I try in my head i'm like oh it's a 30 45 minute interview no matter what and then it goes to like an hour or whatever because it's just so easy to lose track of time but timmy's a really interesting dude much like yourself um it was really fascinating to kind of backstory uh, and, you know, his whole general thought about the market and where we are and the things that he's bullish on and then what he's building. Uh, so if you guys would uh, not just take the channel, but for the sake of getting to know Spark IBC and what Timmy is all about and what he's building, because, uh, you know, I know a lot of people hear him on more of a professional kind of a walking on eggs of a way when he's hosting spaces or when he's whenever he's doing things. Uh, but, yeah, check check out the video, guys, it, you know. I thought it was pretty cool. And that's on the IBC uh, YouTube channel, Tank, right? Yeah, yeah. And then you can find Gaines as well. One day I'm going to have Robo on there. I'm gonna have, I want everybody on there, man. Got to get Rama on. That's that's the one I would like. Gaines is with class. But uh, I'm looking forward to Timmy's mind. Highly looking forward to it, yeah? Yeah, it was it was really interesting. A um, lot of great things uh, that we did, we talked about. But I'm not joking, Robo. You, Amanda, bands, everybody, like basically everybody, you know, that's a cosmonaut. Uh, whether big, small, however you view yourself, I wanna, I want, I want the people to, cause like, what better way to get to touch base with your base, right? Get to know the people uh, that's here. So I don't know. I, I find that the most interesting thing. So I'm kind of like pulling away from talking to protocols and and like you know the 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 circle the inner circle, which I want to talk to them, but like, you know, I, I don't know. I think it's right now more important to kind of touch base, get a pulse. Thank you. Uh, are you bullish on Lisbon? Are you bullish on uh, Lisbon? Are you? 
to be honest, I could give two fucks about what happens over there at Lisbon, right? <laughs> I don't know. Like, I, I, the, the, the bigger story for me is more TradeFi uh, stuff that I'm focused on. Like, crypto is going to be secondary compared to what happens out there with the Fed, with Russia, with all this other stuff. So, like, I'm very much, I mean, I, I care, but at the same time, like, we're not, it's not like anything's going to come out and explode. Like, you know, so let's, whatever, like, you know, the, I think one of the bigger things right now uh, that I'm more worried about is, is the collapse instead of exploding to the upside with the, I don't want to say FUD, but because there's a lot of great points uh, with CZ and uh, Sam and whatnot. Uh, and if you look into the FTT, like whole thing and really not take bits and, and then try to do your own research, it is kind of sus. It's super sus. So like, uh, being, I'm still in protect my capital mode, man. I just the whole time I'm realizing profits. I'm making sure I'm a winner and I'm surviving, surviving until until it's time to shine. When I hear the rumblings in in the in Mordor, when I hear the fucking rumblings in Mordor and they start making that volcano explode, then uh, then I'll be making moves. But right now I'm just, you know, I'm, I'm cheating my sword. I'm protecting myself. I'm throwing hoppets in my way, letting them get kidnapped. I don't give a fuck. Dude. There are several big aspects to the Sam story we were talking about earlier. Uh, Bands was talking about political affiliations. Uh, there's the Africa situation, like where FTX are trying to make big in inroads into Africa. I mean, CZ wouldn't take this uh, decision lightly, Tank. I mean, this is a big, big move, whichever way you look at it, right? Sorry, no, I'm brushing my teeth in the middle of this. No, I agree. I agree. Like, CZ's a smart dude. He's a super smart dude. And if you, you know, everybody touted Sam as a, as a savior or whatnot, but it's the same story when you actually have been in business and we've been investing in for a long time, especially with, you know, I, I'm, I'm at the right age where I was like right in the middle of it. I was legally able to get into it right when all this technology boom started to happen and all that shit. But it's been the same story as always. Like you look at Facebook, you look at Apple, you look at like what you're saying with Jack and Twitter, like what do they do? These big companies, they just absorb all the others. It's not because they're trying to do it for some charity thing or whatever. They're doing it for their value proposition, they're front running their value proposition and whatever really weird scheme or plot they have going on with their own platform. And they just absorb liquidity so that they can monopolize it and get in that dominant position of abuse and power um, between their their assets, uh, their capital and, you know, the people that are on their platform and their investments. So it's the same story. And I think CZ, uh, from what I've read, and what I've seen, I think he is spot on and I don't blame at all for getting out of his position. I think there's a lot of evidence to point that Sam has, you know, with what Bands was saying, he was, I don't, I'm not trying to be political, but I guess I am. But it's, it's no, you know, he wasn't trying to hide. He's been one of Biden's biggest backers. I think he's like the second biggest backer for, for Biden's campaign, uh, just throwing fucking money all over the place. And then... When you look at the trading and or like what they've done as far as absorbing other companies recently that have gone uh, solvent, um, it, it's it's scary because it's the same story, right? Like they're over, they're probably over leveraged in all of those positions. They probably use their own token. And it looks like that uh, to kind of like over inflate their own valuation. Uh, and it's just a deck of cards with one one sweep of the leg. You know, Johnny's going to come in there and wreck Daniel Russo's whole freaking game plan. And, you know, we'll see. 
Yeah, it doesn't look. It's not a good look right now. And uh, just a quick one for your tank, because I really do appreciate these macro opinions that you have. Are you looking for market correlation, like the legacy markets and stuff, with the uh, midterms starting tomorrow? I mean, like yep. for example, I, if we see a red wave, are you expecting to see the markets pick up and react? No, I think. Well, so I, I'm I'm of the mind that you know we will see a red wave. Um, it is going to, especially with the House, it, it'll be a fight more for the Senate. Uh, I think, um, but definitely we're going to take the house and, you know, this, I think the time will come, but I don't think uh, if I'm being real, I don't think it's going to be a big catalyst. It's still, we're in the, we're in the thick of it still. Um, I've said many times and I don't know like for a fact, but this is just my position that I, I definitely do think in 2023 and people thought I was stupid for saying this maybe a month ago, but I could see rates going to 7%. Like I, you know, I'm hopeful that it doesn't, but I'm, I changed my position. I, I was, you know, willing to eat that that mud pie and say, hey, I realistically think, you know, over a month ago that I think that the now it's not 4.5 or even five. It's it could go all the way up to 7 percent, which is going to wreck house uh, over you know a long period of time. But, you know, for me, even though I say that it sounds bad, I put out a couple of dates. I'm not going to tell you guys what those dates meant, uh, but I think I said it prior once before um, on a tweet. Uh, you know, I think. 9th uh, of December. And we kind of know what that is for me personally. Um, and then, you know, January 13th to the 16th, somewhere around there, somewhere around the mid part of January is key moments for me, in my humble opinion, because we'll get over um, midterms, we'll get into the new fiscal year, or fis I can't ever say that word. Um, we'll get into new calendar year. Um, you know, we will get to that, or we'll be seeing uh, close to 4.5 or 5-ish. Uh, percent somewhere around there within within that first quarter of next year, uh, and you know, and then again, it, for me, that's when I'm going to start DCAing with a conservative DCA plan, and I think later, maybe quarter three of next year is when we're going to really start in seeing anticipation pop, uh, people front running uh, the crypto markets, and also uh, the recovery of you know the recession, which I don't care if they want to call it or not. I think we're in one. They're just moving the goalposts and kind of redefining it as they need to um but I, I you know i i think i mean shit a year from here to to quarter three of next year is that's not long work you know that's that's not long at all some people might feel like it's an eternity but investing this is the time where i'm getting the most active and i'm getting the most uh attention in in the chart so oh yep i gotta walk my kids to the bus up but yeah no worries man thank you very much um highly well, highly appreciated as always Hello, Bans. Well, well. So, you know how we were talking about Sam Brang from Feed and, and, you know, him throwing money and trying to get involved with government. Um, isn't it interesting um, that that other Kryptonian guy, Nikolai, you know, he said that the CIA and Mossad was after him and then he died. And then another crypto person died 15 months ago, drowning as well. So these two guys are drowned. I wonder if these people these elite um people are afraid like maybe he's scared and that's why he wants to make sure that he's protected i'm just yeah but but i mean are they dead or has the death been faked because the the guy that uh, crashed the canadian uh central exchange a few years ago didn't they fake his death and he was found to be alive or something you know the uh, the other brother took the rap. No, I'm sure these two guys. Story. I'm pretty sure they're. These two yeah, the the other guy, the other guy is supposed to have like died on a canoeing accident or something. The other guy, and then he was found like alive after. Whenever I hear about these, uh, but I know what you mean. He was posting, wasn't he, on that account for a while? Yeah, 
Yeah, he was saying that the Mossad, CIA is after him, the uh, pedo elite are trying to frame him and stuff like that. I'm going to be talking about that too, but I think it's interesting. Very strange. Maybe he's scared. Well, it's it's not that difficult to fake your own death and disappear your mind. I've talked about how easy people can disappear in Southeast Asia. If if those kind of people were after me, I mean, I'd want to fake my death as well. You've only just got to wait until the right kind of body comes along, haven't you? And pay the right people to switch the, uh, sw- you know, switch the paperwork around in the morgue, right? And you know, Puerto Rico, you can do anything down there if you've got the money. I've actually never been to Puerto Rico. I've never been to Ecuador. <laughs> Where was it you got bit? Where was it you got bit when you got Ecuador. the technical? Ecuador, like Ecuador, I straight up in the like my family was super poor in Ecuador, so like this was like I was visiting, I was coming on on vacation and visiting, and um it's in the like their houses, like they lived in a sh- like a, a shack with a tin the, the tin roof, and the tin roof doesn't didn't hit on the wall, so like it was definitely um rural situation, and then the clinic that I was getting my injections at for the rabies um was like really backwoods not you know definitely nothing like america it was definitely scary oh dear amanda did you ever hear about that yeah did you ever hear banter's story no crazy that band absolutely crazy 10 injections man in your stomach right yeah i was nine and ever since then i don't like cats so i mean it makes sense It's uh, it's really scary in these like backwater places, or when you have like bad injuries, uh, and you're not around like decent healthcare. Like I said before, when I had my accident on Flores, you know, all the way to Bali before like a proper hospital, not good, man. Like three days, blood poisoning. Yeah, you need to get that fixed, right? Uh, Ban, so you've got your. Can I just highlight you a minute though? You've got your own uh, new show Saturday mornings, right? Uh, sorry, Monday morning. Is it ten thirty or something? Eastern or what? Uh, 10 a.m. Eastern. Uh, we uh, So it's called Bare Bones of Web 3. And what I, I wanted to do was just give a quick 45-minute show max. You know, if it has to go, you know, it'll probably go longer today since we're, we're minting tomorrow. But like a quick show in the beginning, we talk about the news, have our opinions, our guests can talk too. And then after that, we do a market analysis. And uh, Saberstein, she does the... Uh, crypto and then ej does the legacy markets and then at the end you know you know we'll, actually we'll be having amanda on today so amanda and angel protocol will be um after our new segment we'll be talking to them about uh DAOs. um and then we end the show just kind of if there's any giveaways if there's any stuff that people want you know to share i i, I can share like oh you know these these people are minting and stuff like that and, and then and then that's it very simple. So and then guys, only on Mondays because I feel like Mondays you, you, you we spend so many times in space, so much time having fun in spaces and learning on other spaces. I just want to give it like quick little bite so that you can just go about your business and things to chew on and talk about and think. And it'll be a lot more interesting than this show, guys. I can guarantee you because you, you always knew there was going to be an element of shit talking going on uh, on this show. That's for sure. No matter how serious we've tried to keep it right. Uh, it would have been nice to have little Rain Man here to get his opinion on a few things but uh we'll try and maybe get him on like tomorrow or something so guys i said i was going to keep rack fm short daily show so we don't get people bored right uh it's been an hour and 15 minutes so that's great for me i'm very very happy about that right uh before we go guys uh i just want to know if anyone's got anything to say 
James has taught us through his week with Cosmos Spaces. We've had the macro from Tank. We've had all the skellies crack and a lot more from uh, bands. Uh, and Amanda's dropping alpha without dropping alpha. Thanks, Amanda. Uh, anybody want to say anything, guys, before we go? Yeah. yeah. Good morning, guys. Just wanted to congratulate you on your first uh, Rack FM show, Robo. <laughs> Sorry about the voice. I think I got uh, the flu or something, but uh, congrats, man. Ladies, does Moll sound sexy? Is it me, Bans, Amanda? Or does Moll sound like really hot today? He does. I mean, I like, I like the raspiness. He sounds so hot. I'm into the deep raspy, yeah. Raspy rack, eh? Raspy rack. Eh, Moll, you know we're going to do... He's got a good voice. Joe. Oh, Joe. Joe could yes. talk... I think Joe could talk me into bed. I'm telling you. He's got that like that huskiness going on, Amanda, hasn't he? Yeah, like he's just that oh, like. Oh, <laughs> Robo wants to be manhandled. He's like, yeah, sounds like Cosmo's joke, manhandling me. <laughs> he sounds, he sounds like he's just had like five cups of coffee and two cigars. He's like, hey man, cool as anything. Like I love some Joe. Great to see Amanda's <laughs> collaboration with Joe there. Yeah, uh, yeah, Mole. We're gonna just make this a, a short, like thirty minutes, depending on how many people join or the amount of topics. Yeah. Just like a little like random Rack FM news update show where we can just come on, be a bit more serious than our normal shows, yeah. That was the plan. I have a quick question. What did did you are you do you know anything about the territory, Robo? Well, I'm leaving all that to Rain Man because apparently he's in deep discussions to get Raccoon deployed over there. Uh, yeah, I don't I'm know. Looking at the, have you been to the website and the name service and uh they were even to have a spot where everyone can like hang out, like a hangout spot, I guess. But I didn't know if you had gotten the, the if you had minted or if you knew anything about it. The guys, the guys minted Riot the other day. Uh, I think Gaines minted. Uh, I do know Rama had uh, a Riot. I think Yelster got quite a few. Yeah, you back out. That's right. I remember the conversation. But uh, no, I haven't been over there yet. I will uh, have a look at it. Uh, I do know that they've made some decent money on the token. Probably should have paid attention by now, but I will do bands that's on the list to get to, yeah. But the name the name services were quite expensive, right? About five hundred somebody just paid, yeah. It was like forty I thought it was like forty um Tories or something. Forty Tory. Forty Tory, that, yeah. Is that all, is it? Okay. But that's a, a subscription, it's a rental, is it? It didn't, didn't say on the it, website. So. It didn't say on the website if it was a subscription. Um but it was forty Tory. Okay, because I know a lot of them, like, yeah, you can only like, buy them for, like, the first year or something, right? You've got to keep renewing them, yeah? What was someone saying on the spaces there? Stars. Is Stars going to be the one that you buy outright? Is that what they were saying? I'm sure it was me that was saying it. I haven't paid much attention to name services other than Handshake, really. Cosmos name services, I don't know, with me, they don't stand very well after what uh, Star name did. Which is oh yeah, that star dead name dead. IOV, that was so whack. I mean, I, I, I think I still have, I bought my star name and everything and the, the releasing of the letters little by little, that was, that was stupid. But anyways, what do you, um, the Lens Protocol, do you, do you guys talk about any other uh, social media platforms um, off of Cosmos? Like, because uh, you know, Ave has the Lens Protocol and they're building like an avatar service on top of this um, social media, but it's, it's via, you know, Ave. I think that that's really cool. Not much. Done so well. Not much, Aave's band, because really 
Not much because last year it was all like in its infancy for me. And I was like, this is like two to three years before it's going to get interesting, you know. Like there was a lot of stuff I kind of abandoned towards like the end of the year, uh, last year, beginning of this year, like P2E and stuff. A lot of projects I walked away from, you know. Uh, but things are progressing now, so I might have to get my nose in the books again, yeah? Bans, yeah, what's, what, that, what Bans, Bans what's that Avatar one that you were just posting today? I saw that. Um, the Avatar beta? Is that ready? Oh, no. Ready play? Oh, ready play me? That's what I wanted to say. I'm so sorry. I totally forgot. Listen, um, we are going to be having um, we're going to be having a mint party, but in the metaverse. So I was on on the show. I'm gonna like I have a, I'm gonna have a link ready, and then you guys can go create your avatar, and then we're gonna have like a little mint um, a little mint party inside of the of uh, a spatial.io. And uh, you can use your avatar because that avatar, Ready Player Me, works on different um, dApps and, and it works with spatial. So you can go in there, dance. They're going to be there's going to be like hopefully the, he figured out how to get the music going. But um, we're going to be talking. There's going to be all kinds of information about the project. And there are a bunch of people just hanging out. And we're going to also play Scrib for a little bit. So there'll be a giant screen with Scrib on there. So. Um, I took I took a little tour. I had a little look at that today when I saw your tweet, and I was thinking I'd love to see like uh, like us walking around with our raccoon's head. You know, yes. that's the ultimate dream, isn't it? Yeah, to walk around our like metaverse casino with our raccoon heads on. Yeah, and then we can see Molly did. walking by, looking all good in her dress and her big old tail. <laughs> oh, oh, I'm sorry, you, Amanda. I'm, oh, don't Amanda, give me can you imagine Amanda. No don't give me going, man. Today, today gains posted. Today gains posted, and he's like, "Oh, to Jade, we've got, we've already got lovely women in racks. We've got Molly, we've got Amanda, we got Bands, we got Sandy. He had to put Molly on that list, man, dude. It's true, though. I mean, Molly, you should be careful now with that deep voice, deep raspy voice you got. Now that we are getting all these female racks, better watch out, Molly." Can we tell Amanda about? Can we tell Can we tell Amanda about how the group chat talks about Molly? Can we like? Oh, Amanda! Everybody in the group chat is just like, "Who's Molly? I want her. I need her. Like, who is she?" Yeah, Amanda wouldn't last in that group chat. She'd rip everybody's heads off. I don't even have anything to say to that. Oh well, wait a minute, Gaines. Gaines was forgetting. Uh, congratulations is in order. We did uh, 23 hours of like spaces to celebrate uh, Raccoon deploying on uh, Huahua blockchain. Uh, Mol, while we've got you here, uh, we haven't spoke to you. I, I, your raspy voice is off your rough weekend. Don't worry. We know where you. We know you and Zap were out partying, brother, right? Uh, congratulations. How does it feel to be deployed on an alternative L1 other than Juno? It was it was fun, man. I mean, uh, it's pretty similar to Juno, so uh, we've, we've had a lot of fun deploying there. We weren't sure like how easy it was going to be, but it, it wasn't that hard. So I think we're just gonna deploy uh, other stuff on Wawa, and we're for sure gonna go on, on other chains because if it's custom wisms, it's just fun and easy. So. Uh, and Mole, am I right in thinking that we are getting a grant for the reserves, a Wawa grant? Do we have a figure yet? Uh, we don't have a figure yet, but uh, I believe we're we're asking between 100 and 200 million Wawa. Uh, we're also in talk with uh, some of the founders of the Wawa chain, and he, he's basically like coordinating with uh, with the team 
Uh, I think we're going to have some feedbacks, I think, uh, this week for sure. But that would be uh, pretty useful. So far, we used uh, a part of the current reserve in Juno to actually have a reserve for the dice on Wawa. But uh, if we can have like a grant for this, that would ease uh, for sure. And when are you expecting uh, full uh, gaming casino capabilities on Huahua? Because at the moment, you're running the lottery and dice, correct? Yeah. Um, I would say it's just a matter of reserve at this point. And there, there's a couple changes to, to do in the contract. So I'd say max two weeks. So Mole, was, was having IBC the kicker? Was, is, that, is that the thing that was the, the number one draw to move to Huahua? Like if I said to you, like, why Huahua? Just pure like ease, facility of ease. Uh, but Cosm wasn't being there, right? Is that, is that why you guys looked at it? I mean, it was like, it's been a few times that Golden Staking called us. He was like, when are you guys deploying on Wawa? And we're like, I don't know. And then we, the first time he, he told us about that, we started looking into it. And we noticed it's pretty much the same thing as Juno at the end of the day. So we just decided to go there because it, like, it's a mean chain, but I feel like people could deploy there because it's, it's cheap to deploy there. It's similar to Juno. It's permissionless. So... Like, we understand why there's, there's an eye for Wawa, because it's easy and fun, let's say so. And there's quite a few builders over there as well, isn't there? There are people actually, Devon over there. I mean, it's not a ghost chain. There's actually things going on. I've heard the castle is coming back this week, yeah? Yeah, and uh, I think there's going to be, I think it's, um, there's another D app there. I don't remember. I think, was it uh, Whitewell Death? DeFi or something like that. I don't remember. But to, to be honest, just to give you an idea, when we deploy a contract on Juno, there's around 2,000 smart contracts on chain. Whereas in Wawa, when we deployed our contract, there was like 40, 45 contracts. So it's still pretty young compared to Juno. I just actually noticed, yeah, they celebrated uh, 10 million transactions a few days ago, yeah. Yeah. Uh, just curious to see like, yeah. I'm pretty sure there's going to be a lot of people that uh, are going to go there because uh, I feel like they have grants for dev and it's permissionless. So it's just a matter of time, I think, because it's cheap. When you, you want to send a transaction on Wawa, it's, it's like zero cents. Like it's not even one cent to, to interact with a contract, which is fun. Ah, Mole, I had a question to ask you from the other day. And I know Rack Bullet uh, dropped in the Discord during the spaces. Uh, the GRAC event. So, guys, uh, obviously, I did get rugged from Twitter, but the original one was a bit tongue in cheek and it said, uh, sponsored by raccoon.bet, uh, which is obviously like the, the gamification uh, platform that we've got. But right now, we have got a special event running uh, that you can actually uh, enter the lottery, the lottery event with a GRAC. Uh, which is what you gain from the platform. But uh, the guys have also set up a mechanism now to buy that. You can actually purchase GRAC. And if you're an NFT holder, you're getting a discount, yeah? Uh, Mull, the GRAC that's being generated from this event, is that going to be burned as per the other GRAC that we've been burning? Uh, yeah, basically, when when you enter the contract, like when we have special event that you go in with GRAC, it's automatically burned. So basically how it works is you're going to send your GRAC and then it's going to add your tickets. And then at the end of the transaction, well, when it passes, it burns the GRAC right away. So it's, everything is done at the same time. 
What's the, uh, can I ask you very quickly, do you have, uh, well, even as of like yesterday, what's the uh, figure of JRAC uh, burned so far? Because it was well over like five and a half million or something the last time I looked, right? It's increased, yeah. <laughs> that, that's a very good question. I have no idea. Uh, I would say it's, a, it's in the ballpark of five to 10 million so far. And I think, I think we've issued maybe, uh, let's say 60 million that we issued of GRAC. And I think we've burned like between five to 10 million, something like that. Okay. And we're not having any issues at the moment. Uh, I think yesterday someone actually asked us in, it might have been in Jade Space about uh, things like exploits, et cetera. Is that right, Gain? Somebody yesterday queried us about like exploits in the code and stuff, right? And we were like, no, no, we haven't even blinked. Uh, you haven't had any issues, Maul, in any of this, like the, the minting or the burning of JRAC or any of the other contracts. No, everything's running smooth, yeah? Uh, I don't know. You talked about exploits. Like, we, we haven't saw any exploits. Like, I don't no, know. No, just if, one if, of the guys. As... No, no. We were in a space yesterday. It was one of the guys who was like, Have you guys had any exploits? And, you know, they were drilling us yesterday games, right? We were in a difficult space, yes. Mo. Yeah. Yes. It was, a, it was just a bunch of like ETH people, Mo. We were just having a lot of fun with them, though. And they, they were just giving us, giving, giving us some shit and stuff, but they weren't. They, we, they weren't being serious, right? I mean, they weren't being serious about the exploits and stuff. So. No, no, they were asking about them. And we were like, of course not. Of course we haven't. But I'm saying to Mall, Mall, you've had no issues, Mall, right? And you're like, with any of your deployment, everything's run 100% smooth, like first time every time, right? Yeah, I, I really don't want to, to jinx us so far, but... Uh... Just to give you an idea, to, like our code is not open source, so that's for sure help a bit with security. But to be entirely honest, when we look, I don't want to, to sound like I'm better than other people, but when we look at the codes that are open source on GitHub, that are on Juno, and we compare our code, you have no idea how many tests and simulations we do compared to what we see on GitHub. Like, I don't want to sound like better than anyone, but it's crazy the amount of tests that we have, like, and the checks that happen when you actually enter the contract. Like, just to give you an example, when you enter in the dice, there's around like 25 to 30 tests that happen that make sure that the amount that's sent and the interaction that you're having is current is right. Whereas in some other contracts that we see on GitHub that are open source, sometimes it's like two, three, five checks, but us, like it's it's the DAO's money and stuff like that, so we just want to make sure that it's it's very safe. But still, like we we never know like if something can happen. But like we try to do our best on this side. Gens, you got anything to say to that? Just I want to because that was real. Wow, anyone listening? Yeah. Wow, that yeah, that was that was great to hear, them all for real. Uh, and and it was just mainly they were just trying to fud the project, right? Because obviously, when you raid a space, you're gonna get that kind of feedback from people. But I'm very, very happy to hear that. You guys are awesome. Yeah, I mean, I would be very proud to actually open source our contract. But you, you know the drill, man. We're going to open source a contract. People are just going to copy it. And they're going to be like, oh, we're doing the same thing. But like the, the amount of tests that we do sometimes, even if we deploy kind of fast, we, we work a lot. But like the amount of tests that we do is like at the end of the day, people don't realize, you know, when you get on an interface to interact with a smart contract, uh, let's say you go on any platform, let's say JunoSwap, you're going to see the interface. But at the end of the day, how it works is that 
anyone that has a computer can actually access the blockchain from a terminal, you know, the, like the black window that like the coder opens sometimes. Basically, anyone can interact with smart contracts on Juno on any other chain by trying a bunch of stuff. So people just need to make sure that like there can be accurate that come not from your interface, but actually comes from another angle. And this angle needs to be covered. Well, on that note, uh, guys, I've actually had a product, a product, a project tell me face to face that if the code was open source, they would use it. I've actually had another project and a conversation, a one on one, actually say that to me. Never mind. Uh, Mol, something I think is of great interest to me, <clears throat> maybe some others. Uh, we're applying for a grant uh, to have the liquidity to fund the reserves. Uh, would we have to do that to every L1 that we would move to or deploy upon? Would we have to be going to them every time? There's not another way to do it financially, is there? Yeah, I mean, there's other ways to, to do it. Like, for example, at first, how we saw it is like, because, you know, when you open a lottery, when people play on the lottery, uh, we're not taking the same amount of risk uh, in comparison to the dice, for example, because in the dice, if you, you know, if you're pretty lucky and you, you have a nice streak, uh, you, like the player is going to get more money than the house. Whereas for the lottery, it's like less, it, it's almost no risk for us to generate that money, but it's less money. So one of the way to actually make it happen is to create a lottery. And then we accumulate a bit of money to, to build up a reserve and that's it. But, uh, I mean, I think it's, I feel like at the end of the day, if a chain are going to tell us we're going to give you like uh, 50K, 100K for reserves to build uh, your game on our chain, it's a no-brainer. We're going to go there because anyway, you understand. Of course, brother. It's just really nice to hear the words out of your mouth, isn't it, Gaines? Yeah. Mal, we all appreciate having any kind of time to, to, for you to address the community like this. It's very, very important to us and always has been, yeah? Yeah, and I always feel a bit like, because you guys are talking about a bunch of stuff, and when I jump in the space, you, you guys change a bit the subject and get a bit more serious, so I don't want to break like the fun you guys are having, so sometimes I'm just like, uh, uh, I don't know the word, but like, I'm Mol, like, oh, maybe I shouldn't join because I don't want to like to break the mood there. Mall, this is Rat FM. This is now a serious show. This, if, you, if, if people want the... If people want the jokes and the laughter and the, the crumpet talk, then you go to for the culture, right? When when your man Gaines puts on like a 13-hour marathon all day spaces, right? That's where you go looking for this. Rack FM is going to have just a bit more of a serious tone. We will be talking about uh, Raccoon, like, you know, at the beginning or whatever, give an overview of where we're at in regards to like some data, some numbers, whatever, the charts, etc. Uh, but we haven't talked about Raccoon Mall until you came in. So it's Rack FM and you were not in the conversation until you joined us, buddy. But yeah, Gaines, we're, uh, Gaines, are we still in a bit of a daydream? I think it was only yesterday morning I woke up and we were deployed on Huahua. I, a bit of a dream, yeah. it, it was my it was my first time getting uh, rugged by the devs because <laughs> usually it's Robo that gets rugged. He he goes to sleep, the devs ship something, he wakes up and he's like, "What the heck? What happened? Wow, you guys deployed in a new chain! Wow!" But this time I had to go through all that. Unreal, unreal, guys. But yeah, yeah and twenty three hours. 
Yeah, man, you guys are crazy. <laughs> like, I remember, like, I think it's, it was on a, a Friday night here or maybe Saturday night, I think. I, I don't remember, but I, I looked, uh, I went to, I just checked my phone. It was like 3 or 4 a.m. And I saw you guys <laughs> in the in a space. And then I woke up at like 9 or 10 and you guys were just very closing up the space. I'm like, what the fuck, man? The underground, the underground main production facility does not close, James, does it? It's working. Can you tell them all? You're the, you're the CEO, mate, of the uh, facility. <laughs> 24-7. We got Ambito working the day shift, and then me and Brasco the night shift. Spread out across five continents, Mole. This is what Jake said. He's like, guys, just keep doing what you're doing. You're killing it. Absolutely killing it. We did uh, touch on that subject, though, Mol, when we had Jake on. We did talk about the fact of uh, to get a, a, a Juno Growth, uh, you know, award from the uh, SubDAO, right? We'd have to open source. Uh, I don't care about any grants, Mol. Never open source for grants. We'll, we'll do it. We'll do it the other way. Yeah, license the code. That's going to be the future games. Licensing, like licensing their code, yeah? We were literally, yeah, just talking about that. You know, if, if we just wait and do this all organically, Mo, without having to open source it, I think we can get further. I think we can get further because more of the attention will be on just rack, rack bet, right? Instead of open sourcing and having other people copy the the protocol. I mean, it's it's going to be better in the long term if we just work together or, and make this thing organically blow up. Yep, uh, that's exactly our zap and, and I see it. Because I feel like at some point, if let's say we have like 10 games and we have like different protocol because we're working on other stuff too and then i feel like at some point there's just going to be people be like oh can we get this contract and then we can just like sell the contract at the end of the day because like i think it's like like you said i totally agree with with what you just said i think we could sell these contracts instead of getting a grant open sourcing it and Giving it like almost for free, so Mol, um, you might be able to hook me up here because this might be a really good like community question. Uh, I do know a lot like about license agreements. Uh, it's something that I actually like work in as part of my job, guys. Right over here, yeah. Uh, I always have to check like the English versions of the contracts here, right? I, I teach license and contract, yeah, but I know nothing in relation to like code base. Mol, you're from like the coding industry. Uh, surely such like agreements exist surely they can be protected like and enforced uh, is that something you've ever heard of or know about licensing yeah, agreement I yeah I, I can give you a bit of feedback on this like i've worked um like mainly most of my life i work in a private company well it's a, it's a public company in a, on a stock exchange but basically all the coding that we did there is closed source and basically like if we want to sell something like it happens sometimes that we're gonna sell some software and like you're gonna have a license usually how it works is that people are gonna pay let's say uh, a monthly fee just to use your code and stuff but like this is like it depends on the industry it depends on the company and stuff like that but usually that's how it's gonna work they're gonna sell a software or there's gonna be a subscription uh, every month but when you go, I also did, like, I worked maybe for two, three years. I have did research uh, in deep learning, uh, artificial intelligence. And when you go more into the, um, let's say, research, and you work with professors, like teachers and universities, 
most of the code usually how it's gonna work it's gonna be open source so people can actually like check your uh research paper and see the code and see how it works but you're gonna have some sort of license into it like if a company wants to use it they're gonna have to say they're using your code so it's very different depending on which which place you come from like are you doing research or you're working for a company very interesting very very interesting uh oh my god gains his gains hey. changed his gains changed his profile <laughs> yeah people wanted to hear the story of uh oh. your adopt yeah your adoption so i i had to put had to put that picture up for you but i did have a an anonymous uh, message here in my dms okay they said ask mole if raccoons would accept a private investment I mean, uh, yeah, man, uh, to be honest, yeah, because as of now, like, uh, I'm going to be entirely honest there, like, if I was working and if Zap and I were working for a company, a private company, we would make, like, much more money than we're making right now. So for sure, if we get investment or, like, people try to help us, like, at the end of the day, that's for sure we want to grow from the community and, like, raise money from the community and they get, they became owner, like the NFT holders. But like for sure, if people are gonna invest in our product, uh, <laughs> we have to to check the terms for sure. But it's very, it, it would be considered, let's say. Wow, wow. Thanks, got his hand up. That was big. That was big. Yeah. Mm, someone's speaking my love language right now. Oh, here we go. Here we go. <laughs> Mr. Moneybags. Mr. Moneybags. He's worse than Candyman, isn't he? No, I'm not even joking about that. Um, I'm the one that sent it to uh, Little Games to ask. I'm not going to even lie. Uh, my... mm. Don't open source mm-hmm. shit. Don't open source shit. Um, yeah, Mo, I'm going to reach out to you. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, for sure. And just to give you an idea, like, um like you know we're creating like these uh these games but in in the very background of these games it's uh, like mathematics and like probabilities because i also have a background in this like i spent a lot of time in school and basically it's one of the things that uh, i used to do for like maybe two years so i think thank what you just said is is how we see it like we i don't think we're gonna open source because i think we're onto something so yeah no, no, you guys are on to something. You guys are definitely on to something. And there's no need to open source shit. Um, uh, when I get back home later on today, I, I have a lot of thinking. Well, yeah, I'll talk to you. Mom. I'll talk to you. Mom. Can't talk imagine. You can't imagine, right, that we're talking or having a like, conversation now about what is still probably one of the best kept secrets on IBC. I still can't believe how under the radar in the like broader scope we are yeah there's people who know there's people who are paying attention but it's not like we're on everyone's lips it's like the go-to thing all eyes are on stargaze right we're just nicely like flying under that radar while we like while they ship vessels as gain says and it's also vessels. Like... <laughs> and it's also like the other thing that we haven't explored yet is like more of like math application or machine learning application like i said on a, on another space we already deployed like a machine learning thing on juno and it was working so 
I feel we're just on the tip of the iceberg. When we are able to release everything we want to release, I think, yeah, <laughs> I don't think it's worth open sourcing what we're doing. We're sitting on a gold mine, Paul. You're sitting on a gold mine. Oh my God. Robo, you there? Just checking in with Robo. Could have got. Sorry, Mol was just explaining that. I just caught the like first like ten seconds of what he said. I got rugged. I'm back. Well, I don't know if Mol you want to repeat because he did get rugged. <laughs> no, I, I was just saying that we're exploring other stuff than games because it would be a dream like of mine and Zapdos actually deploy like other math or financial stuff. So yeah. But Mole, Mole, isn't the whole like ethos being around that you want to ease the accessibility to AI in the cosmos? Wasn't that the overall dream? Or isn't this what like that's what I bought in for? I bought in for the AI, me. That's where like, my eyes are, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I, I, can, I can confirm that it's not that hard to get happen. Robo, sorry, there was a little bit of feedback there. You're good now. Dude, AI as a service, that's where it's at, man. People are worried about the utility for the rack coin and stuff like that, man. <sighs> Buying into the organization, my friend. Uh, by the way, Gaines, can I say, your man Shroud, he's doing his first spaces uh, with you this week. It's his first one as co-host. Shroud, your boss was talking about you earlier. Uh, he's jumped up. I just want to say hello there, Mol, while he's here. Hello, Shroud. Oh, he's giving us a silent treatment, Gaines, is he? Yeah, yeah, he's having connection issues, maybe. But you are echoing everybody whenever you unmute. So I, I, I think Mo was trying to finish up. I'll leave. I think Mo was trying to finish up his, okay. uh, his response about AI. True, are you there? Robo's coming back. He's uh, he's having issues with his mic. So we'll just wait till he comes back. Uh, we can continue with the, the shit talking. I always feel like we go very serious <laughs> when I speak. <laughs> what happened to you, Molo? You're, you're, yeah, you sound a little different. You got sick? You got a cold coming along or what? Yeah, man. Uh, at first, I thought uh, I was getting COVID again. <laughs> I think I got it twice so far. And I don't think it's going to be this this time. I feel like it's more like uh, I'm just getting a cold. It's, it's in the throat. I feel like it's, it's itchy. Oh. Are you back with us, Robo? Are you still? I'm hopefully back. I'm hopefully back. I closed the app. I exited. I'll change the headset if I need to. Gains. Any feedback? Let's see. Uh, unmute. Testing. 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 No. No feedback. Oh look, who's dropped in the chat, Mister Mister? I don't open my bonds because I am better than the plebs. Uh, uh, I, I don't open my bond either. <laughs> That's not what your husband said on Saturday. <laughs> Listen, I opened one barn. I still have another one. Finn, apparently, he's got five, hasn't he? Five barns. I'd love to see this. Uh, oh, Rack, by the way, Mole, that was an excellent announcement. Uh, the Rackety Rack and uh, Meneki announcement. Great to see. Lovely to see these little collaborations coming together, bro. And Tank was uh, talking about you guys either yesterday or the day before, saying, like, just started chatting with you. And they were like, dude, it's already up on the website. Dude, he was blown away. Yeah, man, it's, uh, 
I feel like it's so much more fun when someone someone just reach out and they're like, oh, can we make this happen? And it's a bit different than just, oh, just retweet what we did, then get 10 whitelist spots. I feel like it's much more fun to, we have something to build a bit and to make it happen. I don't know. It's more motivating, let's say. Sorry, guys. I'm getting rugged by a state fucking trooper right now. So I'll be back in a minute. Oh, he hasn't got those state trooper dudes on his case. Oh, no. I hope he didn't get, like, a cell phone ticket or something. That stinks. I hope it doesn't happen. Where do they hire hire those state troopers? The right plebs, aren't they? Yeah. Listen, around here, the, the, the state troopers... They're intense, man. They'll, you know, one little thing that they, they're bored as hell. They just want to pull you over. It's, it's sad. And they're not nice. They are not nice at all. Hey, just a heads up, Rubble. You're still having that weird echoing going on. Maybe try switching headsets, but when B-Bands was talking, I could hear you a little bit in the beginning. I think it, I think it's you, Games, because I don't hear it. Really? Uh, I don't hear it either. Yeah. Try muting. Well, he's muted right now. Wait a minute. So Gaines trying to rub people, is he? Trying to rub me, is he? Gaines, come on. No, no. With all seriousness, I don't hear any feedback. Okay, I'll try. I'll leave and come back. True. Might be just me. So. Guys, uh, while Gaines is going to come back, uh, I know Tank's here. I don't know if he can speak or not. Uh, Tank, Jacob. Is he, I don't know if you've caught up on it yet. Has he gave like Sif Chain like the final kind of in public, this is it, sort the shit out or I'm going to zombie your chain? Is this like Jacob's final call for Sif Chain, yeah? I don't know. I, I don't actually officially know, but it damn sure should be like, fuck, it should be for everybody, man. I've been calling that shit out for a long time. It's such bullshit. He's put about, uh, I think he's put about eight or nine uh, pull requests in just this afternoon. He was going mad on the court today, Jacob, like going mental, I tell you. Yeah, it's, um, and, and you know, in, in all respect, he should, like, to be honest, I, I've been not just, I put out the video, man, and I was talking a lot of shit. I'm not even going to lie. I was talking a lot of shit. The one time I will openly admit I was trying to create some fucking FUD, like, People should be fear, uncertain, and doubtful about what the fuck's going on over there and, like, exiting as fast as they can, if they even could, uh, when I put out that video. But I just thought, again, I'll just say, dude, like, I just think if this isn't the greatest example of, like, why people need to open up their eyes and ears and, like, really understand where we are in the position of things for the cosmos. And I'm not saying this is, like, in general, everything, but at the same time, I am saying this is in generally everything, like, why the fuck? Just just ask yourself, why the fuck was nobody else, nobody else in the Cosmos ecosystem who's relaying, who's validating, who's in the inner circles, who works with them, not bringing up this shit? Like, why? It's not like, it's not like we didn't fucking know that Jazer and all that. Like, I'm going to call him out for what he is. He's a fucking thief. It's not like we didn't fucking know. And it's not like, like, what a prime example. Todd said it the other day, right? You guys had Todd on there and, and Jacob, right? On there and stuff. And he, like, he Correct, was on, yeah. on point. He was on point about, like, these, con- like, these, again, not everybody, but these, com- uh, what, what do I want to say? Not communities, these inner decision-making 
members of whatever the fuck they want to call it, like fancy name they want to label themselves in these in these protocols and ecosystems like it's it's a conflict of interest right like how the hell are you going to have a validator group making decisions on the chain what the same thing like i'm going to be very honest to you like uh, criticisms i i still only sponsors my channel i love kevin i love everybody over there uh, you know and i love but like honestly let's be real about it how the fuck are we going to have a sub dow full of validators members on anything be fucking for real like how the fuck like on any on anything juno adam 2.0s uh juno fuck any one of these like how the fuck are we how the fuck does anybody fulfill their fiduciary duty on uh, as being a council member on any chain if you have a for-profit business that you're actually in part of how how the fuck does that happen facts that's all i'm hearing cold hard facts and that's what you get over here guys and they yeah, and, and like I'm, I'm shooting myself in the foot. Like, I, I'm not saying I don't trust Kevin. I'm not saying I don't trust Oni. I'm not saying I don't trust all these people in the in these groups. But at the same time, fuck yes, I am. Like, you know, like fucking. Well, like, do you guys want me to be real? It's good. Like, it's good. Yeah, I, like, I love all these guys. But at the same time, motherfucker, I'm talking about business. Like, holy shit. It's the governance. And, of the, and I'm even going to add. It's the governance of the governance, though. Who watches the watches? I'm even going to add something to that. Thank man. I feel like at the end of the day, like these people are going to take some decision, but like how often do we see people like someone in finance or anything that's going to assess like the risk reward of what decision they're taking. Like I never saw an actual like document that would say, okay, we should invest in this broad project that is going to like generate these revenues over the next two, three years. Like let's take, for example, like, I don't know. I, I think loop is getting like 40 K Juno. Uh, a month so like but we never saw an actual like financial statement or anything an analysis to show what would be the revenues and stuff like that i feel that's something that's lacking also uh in the ecosystem like we never see like numbers so i don't know yep i 100 percent agree sorry i was being quiet because i was opening up my garage door and it's loud as hell but no i i agree i like again I'm, I'm like burning my own bridge that i'm standing on but i'm being honest like the whole reason why i do what i do and say what i say and i get up in the morning is you know, because I'm in the trenches with my brothers and sisters to the left and to the right of me. And if I just fuck it, if the bridge is wobbly, Indiana Jones, like, fuck, come on, man. Like, ah, you better strap on because I guess we're going for a ride. Tank, wait a minute, guys. I want everyone to listen to this. If you haven't gone back and listened, and I think Gaines has, uh, if you go back to the uh, Robo field uh, sleeping spaces for the Culture 4, he rugged us that uh, Tara put up kindly on Spotify. Uh, if you go on Friday night, guys, I had the shame of my life, right? Most of you know. Uh, if you go to that spaces and listen to part two, listen to when Rob Stack comes on and hit Rama and he have the debate, even though he didn't really like answer any of Rama's questions, right? Listen to what Tank says at the end about the cosmos and about what it's like up there. Like he gives this like speech, right? Guys, it's fucking brilliant. I listened to this, like this speech I rewound. I think I listened like three times today to that same little speech. Tank, this is how I know you're mustard. Because I analyzed this shit, mate, and that was fucking epic. I want everybody to go back and listen to that. I appreciate the compliment, man. But yeah, I mean, 
I don't know. I did some. It's just like it's so obvious, but like people are so quiet about it. I don't, like uh, it baffles. It baffles. Just to go back to my point about Sif Chain and and you know their teams and the inner workings. Like you can't tell me that people didn't know. Like you can't tell me that people weren't concerned or or if that's it. You know, the only other the only logical conclusion that I can come to is people were benefiting and it's outside of the inner circle for Civ chain. It goes so much further. Like that's the only logical reason why people are so quiet is kept. Right. It's the only logical. Wow. Like, and then I don't even want to go down those like thought processes because that's so much of a rabbit hole, but I'm just, I'm over it. I'm fucking over it. What a scam though. What a scam. And you know what? Carver. I mean, you look at what they're doing over there as well. These are just things that like shouldn't exist. Shift chain man should be fucking zombie to death. Hey Tink, remember that space that we were talking about, Civ Chain, and how I said, yeah, they reached out to me about uh, wanting to host a space. Well, what a coincidence that they wanted me to host a space for them, like during all this, before all this like shitstorm happened, right? What a coincidence. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm starting to believe that in uh, in crypto, especially, that there's no such thing as coincidence <laughs> at all. <laughs> Did did Todd did Todd sound like he was like a, a like a defeated man? Todd sounded like he'd given up, right? I went back and listened to it, and then again, again, I don't want to assume, uh, especially on people's tones and stuff like that. But I, there is, yeah, I did hear. A, 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 I don't know. I feel like maybe he's not giving up, but he's just over it as well. Like you can tell, the people that are like really, you know, they were trying to and be. You know, not getting credit where credit's due and not being appreciated and or just don't want to play these muddy, murky games uh, of that dilution for the things that they're doing. Or they're, they're sick of it. Gaines, did you, did you hear Tank Perfect there or is it just me? Did he break up for you, Gaines, as well? Just a little bit, yep. But I did hear most of it, Tank. I was driving through that one dead zone that I always drive through. Sorry about that. <laughs> I hate them. We've got them in my bloody village. I hate the dead zones. Start panicking. No, no. But like, um, like I was saying, though, I, I think there's a lot of people who are kind of just waking up and, you know, that's right now. Like I say it jokingly, right? But I, I choose violence because if if nobody else is willing to stand up and and fight the good fight and you know talk about the things that are very uncomfortable cosmos isn't gonna last i mean like and maybe you know i don't say that but cosmos will last but like the cosmos that we are hoping for and that we deserve is not going to be what we get it, it just won't well Gaines might be able to tell us that uh i want to know about this Gaines. like when i listened to todd and then we were talking to like no uh from king nodes and whatever you right like are these people like too deep in with their stake to be able to like just walk away from a chain? Like surely they could just fucking zombie these really like proper shit chains, right? That we're looking at right now. But people have got like bonded stake, right? Absolutely. That's that's why Todd was having a hard time explaining how bad this was for him because he was deeply invested. He deep he'd had a big large stake of Civ Chain and. Sometimes that's what you have to do as a validator. When you see your validator is going down in the set, you have to take out liquidity from your own funds, from your bank account, 
to try and keep that validator alive. Well, you're not getting anything. You're not getting anything rewarded. In fact, you're probably going to lose out. Yeah. It's a tough game validating, right, Gaines? Very, very tough game. That's why raccoons want to yes. stay away from it. Raccoons have got it, no interest. I was going to ask Todd, I was going to ask Jacob and um, King Nodes about private voting. Would that change the way people would vote? Is there a big influence on the way you vote because it's not private? I, I was, I was, man, I was just going to ask that question, but it just, I just forgot about it during that time. I think it's an important topic of discussion, though, we should bring up next time. Why? Why is that something you feel personally about? No, not us. Not, not Cosmos Bases. We're, you know, we're, we're just the normal guys, like, you know, with the community and stuff. But I'm, I'm talking about the bigger validators, bro, the bigger ones that, that have a lot to lose if they vote in one direction. And they're only voting in a certain direction because they don't want to lose big whale delegations. See what I'm saying, or I'm not making sense here. And I feel like what you just I know said exactly what you're doing. Yeah, man. I feel like because it, it's all about politics too, man. I feel like if you're saying the wrong thing, you're gonna lose some delegation. Like validator is like a politician role almost on Twitter. I don't know, man. It's if it if it's going to be like uh, entirely private, pretty sure it would be different. Maybe I'm wrong, but pretty sure it would be different. Yeah, but you know, honestly, uh, I agree with everything you guys are saying, but this is, you know, kind of why in a lot of things I do, I mean, cause when you're in business, right? Like you got to understand that it's always going to be political. You have to, that's what we've always preached. You have to understand who you're delegating with. You, you got to align with them on not just like as a service provider and like, cause I can say like, you know, oh, Comcast, like, or AT&T or whatever example for my internet provider, they do great for X, Y, and B reasons and they suck for X, Y, and B reasons. But if they open their mouth, right, like then whatever political or whatever situational topic comes up and they, whatever, however they side could like totally skew me. Uh, and for I could go down to a second rate service provider in service uh, discussion wise. Uh, but if they align with me like morally and, and personally, like I'll just I'll support them. I, I think it's a double edged sword when it comes to validating. And it's kind of like. You, you, I guess, like, it's hard for me to kind of feel entirely bad because, like, if you knew that while you were getting into the game, like, like you know, that's what I was saying. Like, we need to be real about where we're standing in the cosmos. This is a proof of stake, highly governed ecosystem where all the weight is political, like a governance, anything where you have any kind of, like, uh, you know, process of uh, 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 voting is going to be a double-edged sword. And like, it's just weird to me where people are like, you know, oh, I, you know, I, it, whatever with validators and stuff like that. Like that was the name of the game when you got in it, you know, you knew it. You should just, in my humble opinion, I think you should just, you should never be fearful of losing delegators. You should just, if you are a true actor in the space, you should say what you say, feel how you feel, back what you back and People are either going to, you know, it's the name again. They're gonna, they're gonna walk away, and then other people are gonna gravitate towards you. I, for one, will gravitate towards a validator who speaks their mind. Like I don't care how much bull in a china shop it might seem like. Wreck that fucking china shop and speak what's on your mind because I want to hear that. Thank, you. or I'm sorry, uh, Robo. If you could, I would love to hear uh, Block Hunter's opinion on privacy voting. I would love to hear it if if they're available. If not, it's cool. It, 
they're buddies of mine, so it'd be it'd be cool to hear their opinion. I invited them earlier, dude. Yeah, I invited them earlier. Okay, fair enough. Thanks. Just wondering. But it's a, a tough life. Uh, while they might be coming up, I wonder if uh, Amanda, you guys uh, run a validator, the Angel Alliance, right? Yeah. Have you guys been playing sailing, or have you had to have a lot of issues? Maybe she can't speak. Is that right, Games? The run of validator, don't they? The Angel yep. Alliance? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I'm not sure if Amanda's available to speak. It's all right. On how many chains? How many chains are there on? Do you know? Oh, uh, actually, I don't know ex- the exact number. I know that they uh, have one on Juno, and they have one on Terra, if I'm not mistaken. Right, Amanda? Yeah, so it's not the Angel Alliance. It's Angel Protocol, and we have three right now. Terra, Kuji, and Juno. Ah, uh, is a good bet. Ah, Kooji, I love those guys. Love them. But we're looking to expand, and of course, like we want our Juno one to get into the active set soon. But yeah, as you guys know, it's difficult. Plug it in. We're gonna have to push, Amanda. Yeah, we're gonna have to push. Yeah, we're gonna have to push, aren't we, guys? Our community is gonna have to push to get them in the active set. That's that's well, mission. We, we, we had a massive discussion just a week ago, actually, on Halloween with um, Kevin from Oni and Tendermint Timmy. So we had like a whole discussion because apparently the community was like not they didn't love supposedly the quote unquote community didn't love that we had a hundred percent commission. So I mean, but no one seemed to say otherwise. But you can put the thing about that is you can put a portion. This is what I don't understand. You should always have your delegations like spread out. But what's to say, like, if you've got a healthy stack, you can't have like 10, 15, 18%, 20% even maybe with Angel. Like, isn't that the idea behind it is that you don't allocate your full stack, but you do put something in that's going to make you feel like wake up on a morning and go, I'm doing something like decent for the world. Well, yeah, exactly. I mean, if you want somebody with a 2% commission or 5 or whatever, then choose them. If you want something different and you know you want to, like, give to charity without losing your principal, then stick with us, you know? I mean, I feel like there's that's the benefit of having options, you know? And if we only accept validators that have certain criteria, then, like, I don't know, it just seems pointless. Like, we need the diversity. Rama, Rama could probably get you in the active set in uh, Hua Hua. With uh, two tweets and a hundred books. <laughs> I was actually I was texting um, the Chihuahua people a couple weeks ago about um, once they did they get on mainnet yet? Or am I thinking what am I thinking correctly about this? Did they are there is their chain active right now? Amanda, we've just deployed. Raccoon raccoon just deployed on Chihuahua. Okay, so yeah, so they are. I thought they yeah, they're still there. working. They're still working. Okay. Yes. <laughs> okay. Gotcha. Yeah. No, I I heard the I heard the rack news. Congrats. Um. Yeah, we're, we're talking to them too. So I don't know. We'll see. It would be nice to see you validating on more chains. Uh, Gains Cosmos Spaces. Are you guys up to what six right now with your bare metal? Yeah. We have actually um we have eight. But if you account of the atom validator that's in the inactive set, then, you know, technically like seven that are active. 
So we just need to get you back. We, it's only Adam. It's only Adam you're concerned about. Yeah, you're quite okay in the others. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But at the same time, I'm not super concerned because you know if we don't make it on Adam, if we don't get the foundation delegation, then we just look somewhere else. Some another team that we were really interested in, but because we were tied up with the the resources, you know, we, we didn't make it happen. So not super worried about it, bro. I'm I'm still a bit salty about where those delegations went. I'm still salty the fact that they went to the Lunar Sea Dow uh, validator. I'm still salty over that. But thanks for his hand up. And it's a, a Rack FM. We're professional. I got to um, walk me through this because I got a dumb thought. And it might be really, really stupid. But I'm, I, I love saying stupid stuff. But with Angel Protocol and the 100% um, like issue and stuff like that, like uh, I'm just thinking as I'm driving through this freaking thunderstorm or this stupid pour down whatever this is um why wouldn't why why couldn't we as a juno community uh or put up a uh a request a proposal to take some of the community funds and support a validator uh you know who does charity work a hundred like you know it's a hundred percent but we put like stipulations in there to where the a portion like if they're going to use that and and it'll you know we'll support them to stay in the active set indefinitely um, a portion of those 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 Junos that they take from the rewards to give to charity get burnt, like not not sold and traded, but like burnt. Because what I'm thinking is like the 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 elephant in the room is like people like to pretend like they're charitable, but they're not. Like the vast majority of people, like and that's why that's why charities have a hard fucking time. You know, like uh, with the vast majority of. Uh, uh, retail people like not so much with like big money and stuff like that because they can always use this tax write-offs but like the average person they're out there trying to stake to earn a yield or reward on their stake and so like they're not going to want to give up like this be a very honest with you. they don't they don't even want to give up like a sliver of it they they're trying to maximize it entirely which i don't blame them but let, let's just say like so if a juno holder wanted to long term think about it the 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 idea is right like well, let's increase and try to hyper uh, put put Juno on a hyper track to uh, be more scarce. And so, why not like why not give portion of Juno to go to a hundred percent validator that's doing charitable work? You knowing, and then Juno can say, "Oh yeah, we support charities because this is what we support as a community." Uh, you know, with this validator, but then the validator takes like, let's just say even something stupid, right? It's like, like just 95% of the rewards goes to the charity of whatever they choose. But 5% of those rewards per the, the, the agreement gets sent to a burn address. So it reduces the supply of Juno. And then also, so like long-term voters or long-term thinkers are the voters that support that also know that they're doing themselves a service because they're actually taking Juno out of supply and making it more scarce. Is that stupid? Does that sound like a dumb idea or, or am I just like way off? Um, I'm not like, I, I don't know 100% like what the community would like if they would like that. I mean, it sounds very interesting. I would encourage you like if it was recorded by two spaces, but if you want to go back and that's the thing, like Angel Protocol is not going to get like a lot of delegations by just like people who stake 15 Adam or something. Or Juno, I'm sorry. Like that's we, we need the bigger, like like you said, the Juno to like give us a delegation or something. And then it, for them, it's more of like, wow, they like Juno as 
a whole or as a network is doing their part to like give back. Like that's what we ultimately we need. But um, yeah, Timmy suggested something even where like maybe Juno, like we create this like act of. Hold on, honey. We'll look for a <laughs> Um. I love it. Mom life. I love it. <laughs> I, I look for bugs like all day long. <laughs> um, yeah, but like maybe like we create this pack and I don't remember the name, what you said, but something along the lines of like, let's create this pack of validators that are like, like Cosmos spaces or like Aqua or like people who are doing like giving back and, and you know, making a difference socially. Um, maybe like create a pack and like, there's a delegation and we all kind of like help each other out so if one needs a little bit more then the funds go to them at the time to keep just to keep everybody in the active set and i'm not sure how that would look i mean but we were just like obviously just riffing so i don't know i mean i think there's possibilities it's just we have to start that discussion because obviously we know that the people at the top are getting the most delegations, and i i think there has to be a different different approach but that, that, yeah I, I listened to that I listened to that whole conversation that you guys were having with Oni and Timmy them. And I thought it was a very interesting conversation between you all. Um, a lot of great ideas, but uh, again, like I think also um, like for it to like, I'm just calling for what it is. Like, you know, I'm not saying people are shitty, but people are kind of shitty um, for, for, I think it to be interesting and appealing for the greater uh community like we have to find a way to like reduce or make make sure that juno number go up you know like or like it's going to go someplace where juno number somehow goes up and like the easiest way i could think of is like okay maybe um you know again like i said uh like just a small sliver of the rewards that you guys take uh gets put into like a burn address so that those get taken out of circulation but the vast majority of it still gets put into a charitable organization. Uh, and then we, we, we lock down the social like sentiment, like, you know, we feel like good guys, we can paint that picture. We can say, Juno is that kind of supportive entity? Everybody feels good about it. And then also everybody that's, you know, still like true DJs and want number go up that little satisfaction or sad, that little nugget gets, or itch gets scratched as well. So yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, I want to discuss that further for sure. Well, that's it. That's precise. I mean, that, that's a really neat idea because, yeah, it would make I mean, that's the problem, right? You you end up having these rewards and like people would say, well, what is Angel Protocol's validator actually doing? They're just funding charity and then all the rewards and everything. Like it's basically just like opting out of the ecosystem. Like nothing. You're not bringing anything back. And I get that. Like it's just another option for people. But we're like obviously welcome to it or other other ways we've even considered going down to 20 percent if the community actually wants that like that's what we were we were definitely willing to do that what am i looking for no <laughs> yeah no i i, I agree <laughs> i um you know and it's it's really interesting especially when we come back to juno and the conversations like for me recently it's been about like i'm like super hyper focused on like making an actual use case or like tr like more transactions that figure out a way to like ultimately not just like swap or, you know, wash um, transactions between like, oh, I took Juno and then I swapped it for USDC or whatever it was. Like I'm trying to figure out ways to get rid of Juno. I'm trying to figure out ways for all these protocols to like, re like get rid of it. Like, right. Um, guys, right guys, now, guys, Rock, do, 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 Rock is like the only thing that really does that. 
in my humble opinion, news. you can see it in the transactions. Tank breaking news. Du, 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 du. We've got to stop this for breaking news now. US attorney announces 3.36 billion cryptocurrency seizure in connection with Silk Road. In November 2021, law enforcement seized over 50,676 Bitcoin hidden in devices in defendant James Zong's home. Zong has now pled guilty to unlawfully obtaining that Bitcoin from the Silk Road dark web in 2012. <gasps> that is fucking size. That like 3.36 mm. billion in crypto. Wow. I'm sorry, but I always see these kind of fucking news articles coming out when shit is like going crazy in crypto. Like, I don't know why. It, it always tends to happen. Like the Mount Gox bullshit keeps popping up when, when big, Bitcoin's like... Yeah, no. Uh, are we tanked? Are we tanked? Are we tanked or not? The market has the market tanked on the news or not? No, not sure. You're right about the men gox. So this keeps coming out all the time, right? As soon as they want a little bit of food, you know what? It always seems whenever ever like a tether has a bit of heat, the men gox fucking story with the the Bitcoin gonna dump comes out straight away. What a scam, man! The the press is, but Ed, you know, dude, that came out on the wire. That's just popped wow. out on the wire on DB. Lots of Bitcoin. That's imagine if they auctioned that man. I don't even know what other coins because it says cryptocurrency, but not just. Uh, oh no, no, that's a Bitcoin. Yeah, all Bitcoin, right? I, I did have a quick idea for for Amanda for Angel Alliance or Angel Protocol, but I'm not sure if this has already happened. Why not um, contact some of these like larger DEXs or platforms where people are always uh, visiting every day? And just have like a little tiny like um, uh, widget, right? Where you can announce like you're taking staking, uh, you're taking tokens to be able to stake there on your validator. So people just click on it and boom, they go directly to Kepler where they can stake the Juno or Kuji or, <clears throat> or uh, Terra. Yeah. I mean, those are, uh, I, I can't announce them right now because they're still like, we're still working in a lot of partnerships and like deals right now, but. We have like some multiple like major integrations coming out before the end of December. So like that's exactly where like Angel Protocol needs like we need the the bigger entities like the DEXs and uh, the wallets to have that button that like round up for charity or donate or stake with whatever. So but yeah, I I've got a lot of them in the works already. So I'm super excited. I just can't I can't talk about a lot of them yet. <laughs> Cool, cool. A conspiracy of silence speaks louder than words. We don't forget that on this show, James, right? What about your man, Shrewd? He was... I, what a, what sorry, about guys, your man, I gotta pop. I'm going to be in uh, E-Bands chat. Uh, Love you guys. Bye. I gotta... Take, take care, darling. Bye-bye, Amanda. Hello, Shrewd. Hello, darling. <laughs> I, told, I told him when he was done, I said... I said election on the fucking defund your ass. I was just kidding, but that's what I should have said to him. Were you getting some shit? What yeah. happened? Were you getting some shit? Uh, I got through? a fix it ticket for a for a license plate. It comes who knows how long, but I don't know. He followed me for a long ass time and see So he finally turned the lights on and gave fix it ticket. So basically I just go and tell them that I took off my license plate cover 
within like 14 days and I don't get, you know, fine, you know, whatever is 250 bucks. Plebs. Some plebs, aren't they? Just Do you know what? They're just extracting value. Because these fines and stuff, like, go back to their, like, funding, right? They've got quarters to fill, right? Plebs. Doesn't it work that way, Gaines? Yeah, he's reconnecting. Gaines, does it work that way in America? In, in England? In England? You know, oh. I was going to say, you know, it's really funny, Robo, about most of these, uh, you know, and again, I, I actually support the police. I'm, I'm, I'm a big supporter of police and stuff like that. But the, the way that they go about putting out um, quotas and giving out stupid bullshit tickets like that, like, the amount that the tickets for and the time that they waste resource wise actually keeps putting them in the negative whenever they're doing dumb shit like that. Like they do it because they want to like fuck with people and kind of like, you know, put that tax or put that pressure on them. That's all that is. But like, they actually don't, don't actually go into the positive most of the time. Cause you think about it, they got to pay Sally that sits behind the fucking counter at whatever courthouse that you go or the registry for, to show them that you fucking did whatever you're doing when, Blah 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 blah. It's just fucking dumb. All that shit is dumb, bro. I'm sorry you had to do that. And it's, it's yeah, but it's uh, state funding as well, isn't it? The state troop is a state funding, right? It's not federal funding, yeah. Yeah, I was a state trooper on the highway. I was driving back from my my lady oh, friends this morning. Yeah. So yeah, um, England England is terrible for this, guys. We are split into constabularies. Uh, they are huge, like areas, right, of the police, yeah, uh, where there might be like several counties. Uh, like within one like constabulary, right? The massive areas, yeah. Anyway, they they are basically like many years ago. This was this was like as the recession was really kicking in. They made a lot of changes. All of these different areas are like responsible for a certain amount of their own funding, and therefore all of the like officers and stuff like obviously the speed and tickets guys is the easiest one. The speed traps. Speed traps are all over England, man, on these little side streets or where there are no people like come over the lights, like they might be going a bit fast to get through the light. Proper shit setups all over the fucking place, right? It's an absolute joke, yeah? And, and again, thumbs down, exactly. And, dude, it's because, like, they don't get, like, a huge chunk of funding, their own funding, like, from the government. It's quite a high amount that they have to generate themselves. And they do it by just being able to try to find anyone for anything. It's a plebtastic move. Long-term future, it's not sustainable, is it? It's not sustainable to alienate your population like that when the police should be the good guys, yeah? Yeah, it's, it's crazy. And, and, you know, like I said, I, it was like, wait, when he pulled me over, he's like, you know why I pulled you over? I was like, nope. And he's like, your license plate is tinted. And I was like, no, it's fucking not. I mean, maybe it's like not, you know, crystal clear, but it's definitely like visible. Like I got out when I got home and looked at it and I was like, I don't know what the fuck he was. You know, I guess he was bored or something. But anyways, I'm not whatever. I guess he's just doing his job. But I guarantee you while he pulled me over, there was like people, you know, rolling, you know, fucking 85 in a in a 70. So in England, everybody in England, everybody buys this like stuff. It's like a hair. It's like not. It isn't hairspray, but it's like hairspray, and they spray it over the license plate, and then uh, the cameras can't catch them. Everybody's up to that shit, ordering that shit on eBay, man, back home to fucking try and disguise the license plates for speeding. Oh, uh, good morning, funny. good morning, Marty. Good morning. Yo, I, b- before uh, before I got yeah, uh, good morning. Sorry, shoot. I just wanted oh, no, to say that. Before I got rugged uh, by the state trooper, um, 
one of the things you were talking about right before it happened was like, you know, how, how do, how do we continue to fund rack, uh, without like going and, you know, getting a grant and having an open source. And uh, I don't know the exact details of it. Maybe tricky would probably be someone to, to kind of ping about it, but I know on Evmos they're doing this thing called like fee share splitting. And so I think when you create a protocol on Evmos, I believe they have a way that part of the fees generated um, for the transactions, you can actually have your protocol be a beneficiary of, of some of those fees. And that's as happening. a result... That's what's happening on Juno, right? There's a pro- proposal. So this isn't in the developer share, yeah? It's on Juno yeah. right now, yeah? Prop 51, it's on Commonwealth right now. And that's one thing we actually brought up in a space with uh, Mole, Rackdev. And he was uh, considering it because the contract, when it executes, right, the fees would be shared between the protocol for that contract, or the, sorry, the contract. And, and then, um, yeah, that would definitely bring in some revenue for the, for the Rack devs. Yeah, I mean, because Rack, I mean, it's, Rack isn't like a, the, the, the beauty of Rack is it's, you know, uh, it's transaction-based. So, like, the more users, the more transactions, you know, the bigger that, you know, little kitty pot is going to fucking grow. It's not like, you know, uh, an, an NFT app where, you know, you mint out your, you know, your 100 or 1000 and then that's it. Like, this is like, you know, you're talking, I mean, I mean, look at the volume of transactions raccoons brought to Juno in the first place. So, I mean, I'm sure you could extrapolate out what that potentially could have already brought in and just kind of, you know, if you keep on the, you know, a same similar level of growth that's been happening, uh, you know, you kind of figure out if that would be, you know, enough to kind of help help the devs eat more than ramen, you know? <laughs> that's True. actually... Yeah. Oh, sorry. That was actually one of the reasons why I was very excited for, for Arcway because I'm like, whoa, if a developer has a really great protocol, they launch it on Arcway, that they could split the fees for those transactions, they would make a killing. But now that that's happening on Juno, we're, we're good to go as long as they can uh, pull it off. Yeah, no, I mean, that's, that's like, that's how you maintain, you know, and, and then that, uh, again, the fact that the more games that you put on there and the more transactions that happen, like it's, I mean, you're talking like you'll have exponential growth as far as fees collected from transactions. So, uh, I mean, that's, that seems like the best, the best bet. Again, we'd probably have to run some numbers to see like, you know, comparatively, like what, what kind of, what, what kind of revenue would you expect to gain from that? Um, Cause I mean, obviously transaction fees are, you know, piddly winks anyway, but um, I mean, if you're talking, thousands and thousands of transactions maybe it, it ends up being something you know that makes it somewhat sustainable um go ahead robo jumped in there a little bit no mate i was uh, i was just looking golden ratios just replied so mate i was just over there uh, i did want to ask uh, shrewd uh, and, and obviously marty because i know they'll have been sleeping when loads of shit's been going down obviously they've woke up to uh, cz SBF, I've uh, been on this show, guys, now for two and a half hours. So I've been out the game a little bit. I'm going to have a quick look. Shrewd, have you woke up to a shitstorm this morning? Uh, with respect to what? The, the, the little Ooh. rift going on between those, those boys? The, li- the little rift. I like, oh, that's the best description that we've heard on this show today. Because, Shrewd, we, we started very seriously. 
We tried to have a bit of macro. We're talking about the Facebook jobs. We try to be serious. And then it descended into a typical space like uh, games, right? <laughs> Shrewd's like, oh, that little spot. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It just seems like, uh, which is crazy. Um, so I unfortunately uh, had a, a portion of funds in, in VGX or in Voyager. And so if this shit is true, <laughs> like, is, is all of my shit about to be sold to another uh, fucking centralized exchange that's going to rug me too? Like, do I go for the, the, the four for four? Because uh, I, I hit Luna, I hit Celsius, I hit Voyager. And now if Voyager buys or a VGX or Jesus Christ, um, if FTX buys Voyager, which they had the, the best bid for him. Uh, so now I'm going to get, you know, I'm going to hit the, the what, what do they call it in racing when you hit the four, the, the, per, the perfecta? Ouch. Ouch, I think bro. it's uh, no, no. I don't think he has anything to worry about. Uh, I, I honestly believe that any impact on FTX at the minute is just like the the opinions on it's overextended. I really can't see it. I mean, it's all about why is he going to put like six months of sell pressure on? Is he just wanting like squeeze Alameda as much as possible? I don't know. There's there's a yeah. lot of uh, psyops going on, right? Yeah, what I what I read is that I guess they're aware that they're leveraged up using the FTT token, and then so they're trying to, uh, I guess, you know, dump it to make them, I guess, liquidate them on on certain positions. I don't know. And then like well, that, those Shroop, weird Shroop, tweets that Shroop, came we've out. got two. Shroop, sorry, dude, we've got two, uh, three avenues of conversation that we've had. Right, uh, one of them was the uh, Africa. Right. One of them was the like both companies are vying to be number one in Africa. Binance were there like that little bit earlier. And then lately, FTX have really stepped it up. And uh, we think what well, we, we talked about it earlier that, you know, CZ's nose might be a little bit out of place because of the uh, Africa attack that they went big on recently. Uh, then there was also the talk about the political affiliation, uh, you know, being Biden's uh, second biggest donor. Uh, for the 2020 year uh, and like what he's doing like now and then there was the situation with uh, Gaines what was the third one I thought I'm forgetting here there was a third uh, issue right now or the player <laughs> Sam's been like trying to line up regulations that would favour him and uh, that, that's the biggest talking point isn't it couldn't believe I forgot that for a second the yeah, biggest talking I, point he, right he made a he made a pretty nasty tweet to CZ when he was talking about like the regulation stuff and all that that swirl that was going on and he was like I think he said something along the lines of like is he even allowed to enter the US or something like that like kind of like I don't know it was pretty pretty rude um it was it was this I think people don't realize how deep uh, this rift might actually go considering that like he's one of them that helped like fund Sam back in the day right yeah, and it's funny, like like you said, like he held it for so long, and now now he's deciding to to ditch it. And but the thing is, is like it's so funny because it is crypto. Just like if they are fine, then just fucking you know have a dashboard with like all your wallets on it with you know what whatever's hanging out in cold storage, and like shut everyone up. Like it's did you see fucking easy to do? Did you see Larry Larry doxed all the Alameda wallets today? Uh, I posted. I'll put it in the nest uh, shortly. But yeah, Larry, uh, if anybody knows who I'm talking about, Lanky Larry, 
he uh, he doxed all of the Alameda research wallets like in one go, and then Etherscan, Etherscan like acted on it straight away and identified started identifying the wallets in like record time. Shrewd, I was watching this unfold the day. It was crazy, dude. Yeah, that's awesome. I have to check it out. Yeah, like I said, I just got home, so I haven't done my morning uh, download of what what all the happenings were overnight. Actually, this was something I wanted to do, guys, because uh, I want to hear from Marty quickly, like, before we end. Uh, this is something I want to do. It's like, just give some shout-outs, though, to some of the, like, uh, accounts. Like, I, I presume most of you are following most of the big accounts, yeah? Uh, but there's some, like, if you like for this issue we're talking about right now, is it uh, Autism Capital? Uh, they, they should talk about uh, Haska, the wolf man, yeah? Haska's always got an opinion on it. Corby's been <coughs> losing his mind. I'm guessing he had a, a bit of chunk of money on FTX at the time. Uh, and I don't know what's happening about that, but he seemed to be really pissed off earlier. But there's some like really big accounts that are like, you need to pay attention to right now, like I think, like as to what's going on here, because all the gossip is on Twitter, man. All the fucking gossip. Again, have you been following Caroline as well or not? Caroline's just no. determined to liquidate the shorts. You're not following Caroline from there, no? Caroline, no. All right, okay. Dude, this is, uh, this is something that, like, everyone... That sometimes, sometimes, and Mia talked about this before, uh, some people, like IBC people, they're a bit, like, insulated, like, within the IBC. I know you're not. Uh, but Mia was talking about it, you know? We, we always need to pay attention to what's happening, dude, don't we? Like, elsewhere, yeah? It is true. We, we, we shouldn't just stay in our, in our little bubble. I do follow other accounts outside of Cosmos. I don't just follow Cosmos folks. So uh, Caroline's the one that came out and called out the balance sheet, right? Uh, I'm posting it in the nest now, guys. So, uh, Gaines, did you see the tweet from this morning when I woke up and I shared Dylan Leclerc's tweet, right, from like a few days ago that started the ship with a balance sheet, yeah? You caught that this morning, right? I think I did, Robo. I'm sure, I'm sure it was you that asked me this morning, just when I woke up, I was like, did you see Dylan's tweet? And yeah, I'm sure it was a couple of years, we're like, no, no, and I shared it, right? So that's how it all started, like a few days ago, but people have been like calling into like question for a long while, just how like illiquid uh, Alameda's like assets are and what their positions are on these like collateralized loans that they've got against like their FDT. Very, I mean, I fucking hate Sam. Uh, not not SBF, right? Sam, your man, <laughs> Trebacco. <laughs> oh, guys, this is a reference to a previous space. If anyone was there, Brasco's laughing. Brasco knows the space I'm talking about, probably. Hey, Tabasco, right? <laughs> they are hating me. He's a fucking lech on the industry. Uh, I'm also hearing some, like, 3AC shit that, like, like, there's a little bit of a revenge mission going on because they fucking liquidated the shit out of them as well. There's loads of spicy drama monkeys. It's fucking mad, isn't it? It's crazy. It's crazy. That balance sheet is wrecked. It, they basically were, uh, what do they say? What's this term? Something naked. Um, running naked? No, no, no. No, the, 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 emperor, the emperor has no claws. The emperor has no claws, right? Mm-hmm. Isn't it? You know the famous story about the emperor that has no clothes? It's a great tale that, like, it's, you know what? Every country I've been in, they've got a related tale. It's the same. 
in their own language. It's mad that that's a good story that's like told to kids all over the world. We'll see. Your man Tabasco, I mean, it's all about how deep their relationship is, isn't it? But uh, apparently Sam's sitting on some nice reserves. So the bank's open, guys. There's no bank run, man. Any, any, watch. I bet you in two or three days, the deposits start hitting FTX again in numbers, in size. Watch, man. Watch. You think so? You think it's just uh, a little mind trick from CZ? Not a little mind trick, but it's just mind games that CZ's pulling off. No, he's having a go. He's having a go. But at the end of the day, like like FTX, I mean, what is their level of exposure with like uh, Alameda? Like to what level, to what degree will it have to go to? So I'm sitting on proper money now, man. He'll, he'll fucking he'll throw him under the bus, no problem. Take a look at this pinned uh, tweet up here in the nest. It says, uh, for those that are confused about FTX and FTT, the printing machine, man. Of course it is. All it ever bloody has been, man. Right, it's Sam. Sam's terrible, man. Did you see him on that uh, podcast he did with Bankless and uh, Eric when they were going at each other? And Sam, like, his head was, like, jittering, like, he's fucking weird, dude. Weird, I'm telling you. Like, if I didn't know better, he'd be a, uh, he'd be a CIA plant, Sam, like. Like, I'm, I'm not too sure, like, if anyone knows about the program I'm talking about. If anyone's read Chaos, Sam, Sam to me, like, he could be a plant, like, tell you. <gasps> I've, I've been, I've been about bad mouth and Sam, like, for at least a good year and a half. I hate the company. We, sorry, I didn't want to swear. God, this is nuts, man. How much money did they print from doing this over and over? This is crazy, man. They couldn't have done it without. They couldn't have done it without the help of Tether. They needed Tether on side as well. Yeah, and and weren't they the ones like everyone was like, "Damn, how are they scooping up all these defunct fucking ex- central exchanges?" You know, I think they did. What's the one they did just before Voyager? Uh, and I think they did like another littler one before that. And it's funny, like everyone's like, "Man, where are they getting all this money from?" <laughs> Well, are they, are they hiding the truth? Are they, are they buying the, these exchanges to hide the paper trail? Is that what they're doing, is it? <laughs> Probably. Dude, is any, can I ask you, has anybody seen Elon fucking nuking some of these uh, accounts? Like, obviously, one of the biggest ones or the most prominent was the uh, Kathy Griffin, right? That woman comedia, comedian who had, like, uh, Trump's head, like, sliced off in her thingy, the pleb. The, the most unfunny woman on, on planet Earth. But uh, how many accounts that, like, changed their name to Elon Musk for a laugh, thinking they were clever? How many of their accounts have been, like, blitzed in the last, like, 48 hours? Have you seen this or not? Have you seen any of this fucking walk shit on uh, normal Twitter? <laughs> no, I have not. Elon's nuts, bro. He's crazy. Dude, Kathy Griffin got nuked. That's the best one for me. I'm really happy she got nuked. Like, I'm not a fan at all. But, dude, he, he, what's going on, man? Elon's just fucking blitzing people for fun. Hilarious. What happened to little uh, Shoebag? Seriously. I know he mentioned he was going to be busy because of work and whatnot, but what happened? He tried to connect a couple of times, mate, and then we lost him. I don't know. I don't know what happened. Anyway, mate, it's time to end this. I said I was only going to keep it up, like, short time. 
uh, it's been on two hours and 45 minutes now. And it was supposed to be like a news kind of like, not a news thing. We said a bit of politics, geopolitics, a bit of different, like different approach. Uh, Gaines, it's been a decent show for the first one, right? Yeah. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed, to be honest, I enjoyed being a listener for a little while and just listening to, you know, you guys talk about economics, politics. I enjoyed it. <laughs> That's Marty. That's Marty. <laughs> no, you don't need me anymore. You guys got the soundboard now, so I'll just shut up. Hey, Marty, you should go back and like listen to the beginning. We did try and talk sense at the beginning about a few relevant things, but tonight, guys, I didn't have like any schedule or anything. I was like, I was going to write some notes and, and make a note of things, and I was like, bollocks. That's not who racks are. However, uh, I am going to put one on tomorrow, right? I said I'd leave this up like 24 hours. People can listen throughout the day, whatever. I'm going to delete it. Do another one tomorrow night. This one will be shorter, though. I want to try to get them like no longer than about an hour. Just come on, whatever gossip. That's what I want it to be like a bit of it, like whatever gossip's going on, whatever drama. We can jump in for an hour, listen to whatever crap there is, have a little bit of rap updates or whatever, whatever's been going on, right? Uh, and just like, I don't know, have something a little bit different where we're not just shit talking constantly, losing joints. But we are having some like relevant conversations, like trying to be clever people, the, the clever people that we are. Because, Gaines, maybe we love shit posting too much. Maybe we need to show our brains a little bit more now. Well, me. <laughs> I think we should, right? I think we all should. Just maybe just just cool it, cool it with the memes and cool it with the shit posting and, and get a little serious. Show people that we actually know what we're talking about 10% of the time. Um, what was I going to say, though? Don't calm down on the memes, and the, I just mean the spaces. Like, if Rack can present something that is more presentable, then that's going to gain us just that little bit more validation. Yeah, like we need to show we can have the shit talk on spaces, but like when it comes to when we want to talk about shit, like the real life shit that we can do is like grown adults, right? Right, right. I maybe maybe try pushing it out just maybe like another thirty minutes, so like at eight eight p.m. Eastern. Because I've seen that there were more people joining in just a little bit late, you know? Um, I, yeah, so I, I, my idea would be, so I know, I know, like, Tank does his stuff a couple days of the week. There was this, there used to be this sports talk radio show in Philadelphia that I would always listen to. And, oh, by the way, I can't believe the cheating fucking Astros did it again. Um, anyways. They they had they had two guys that I really like to listen to in the mornings, and they were on separate shows. But they did they used to do this thing called the 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 crossover, where the first fifteen minutes of the second show was also the last fifteen minutes of the show before it, and they would almost have like a like a like a handoff kind of thing where they would both like be on together at the same time for like fifteen twenty minutes to like kind of like pass off the the people. And I always thought that was like really like unique experience, like as you transition from one show to the next. So I'm not exactly sure like when, you know, when when all these other uh, people are doing their shows in the morning. Like I said, I know Tank does one typically a couple days of the week, but I think that would be neat, like to have, you know, kind of that like little crossover before you go from like one morning show to the next 
uh, you know, kind of like a true radio station. Kind that's of thing. happened. Interesting. Uh, true, that's happened. And it, actually, I'm glad you mentioned Tank because that's actually happened like with him. But what happened was he came in the spaces to like, he said, I'm here to show the respects. I've got to go off and do the line, live stream. He, but he went off and he did the live stream, live stream and he actually shouted us out. He was like, guys, you, like, you should be over there. I appreciate you if you're here, but the Racks have got their big event going on. It was the EMA, the biggest of the year. And he like gave us like a proper shout out. Like, and then when he finished his live stream, he jumped back in our show. Mate, it was class, like really cool. Like, yeah, I know it'd be hard because like this is, you know, Twitter spaces, but, uh, and like, I think he does stuff on Twitch or, or YouTube or whatever the case, I think depends on the day of the week. Um, but, but yeah, I, I, I always, like I said, that one radio show is interesting because like, you know, when you're, when you're on air, like you're both in the same booth at the same time. So they had this like period of time where both of them were on and, you know, shooting the shit and, you know, razzing each other as like the, the one guy went out the door and the other guy came in. And it was always like that was always my favorite part of both shows is when they were both in there just kind of like, you know, bullshitting while one was leaving and one was coming. So we'll, have, be, to get one. Interesting. we'll have to get one of those on the go games. We'll have to do one of those like, yeah. You know what? Uh, Tank Tank did propose an idea that since we all do spaces, since since a lot of us um, are interested in learning and and just tuning in, why not run like a? He said a twenty four hour, you know, a twenty four hour like type of thing like that. Like he, uh, after we're done with the spaces, we'll hop I'm on in. the Tank stream. I'm but in. I, I'm, it, I'm it in. wouldn't. I don't think it's possible to do a twenty four hour thing. But it would. It, we could. We could formulate an agenda to do it. We could formulate an agenda for sure. I could do that shit. I'm game. Bro. If it's a weekend, if it's a weekend, I'm in. I'm in. Dude, after that Friday fucking space, holy fuck! It took me all day Saturday to like to get the fog. I think I went to bed at like I don't know, almost five a.m. here, and I think we I started at like when did we start? Maybe like a little bit before ten my time. Oh my god! Shrewd, shrewd. Do you know we did one yesterday as well? All day. Yeah, I, yeah I heard. Yeah, James mentioned it to me. We did 12 hours yesterday, man. We had, like, validators coming in. To, well, what happened was Mia did one for six hours. He got rugged. I did one for, like, 25 minutes. Then, like, we found out Jade was running one, so we ended that one, and we all just <laughs> aped into, her, like, about 10 raccoons, 12 raccoons, just, like, literally... <laughs> Field into Jade's spaces. What was it like, Gaines? It was hilarious. We just took it over, dude, didn't we? Oh my just... god, it was awesome, bro. Uh, we 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 formally introduced Rama. We introduced uh, Robo. It was just a blast. We were doing a good. We were doing a good job out there, man. For real. And then what happened? Then what? Where did the next one? When Jade's space died because she fell asleep. Did uh, who started? Did, did we do for the culture? Start another one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we started another one for the culture, and that one lasted like four hours. I was fucking tired. Like, I woke up when Tank started talking, and I'm like, "What the hell? You guys are still here? No way!" Twenty so twenty two hours in a shoot in a space like a forty eight hour period, right? Forty eight hour period, twenty two hours of spaces, dude. That is legendary. That man. Hell yeah. I'm gonna jump off though. I'm gonna join the uh, ladies in their space. Me with, too. With, mate. with the space skellies. It's time to listen. It's time to listen, mate. Yes, agreed. Yep. We'll end this quite successful. Nearly three hours. First rack FM. It'll be back tomorrow. It'll be shorter. Uh, it'll be done at eight, like uh, Gain suggested. It's only going to be about an hour. We'll see what's happened that day. 
quickly report. Anyone's got a project, come up and speak. Uh, we'll see if we can keep this going. Four days a week, Monday to Thursday, right? Breakfast show for you, Yanks. Take care, guys. See you later, right? See you later, Brasco. See ya. Thanks for checking out another episode of The Ether. That was episode one of the Rack FM show. This was the recording right after they got rugged, so I don't know, whatever you missed, probably not important. Uh, recorded on Monday, November 7th, 2022. For TerraSpaces.org, I'm Finn. Thanks for listening. And if you want to keep listening, head on over to TerraSpaces.org slash donate and show some support. Sneaking through back alleys on a little cosplay Broadway all day, looking like the wrong way Resuscitating major players in the waiting room Sifting through the paperwork while I be debating fools Breaking rules, breaking bad, like we always wait for doom Slayed a few in my early years, often ate the shroom Sitting in the dark, waiting for the daily news To let us know what we should believe as the latest truth Stay aloof, writing rhymes in the studio Trying to keep it well lit like filming a movie role Sorting through support from your endorsements Of course we're tripping balls, handing reports in the latest proof ain't a way to move, change the view Just a bunch of pack of heads living in a chicken coop Picking at the dinner, finger licking like the plate is gizzle Kick it for a minute then show me what that thing could do Two plus two Show me what that thing could do Two plus two Show me what that thing could do Two plus two Show me what that thing could do Two plus two Big thinking energy always gets the best of me When I kick it in the lab, messing with new recipes Gotta mix and match, flip the latch, letting rhythm scratch Over shit, spitting facts with my vision smash Big drip aristocrats, dishing out a list of trash Missing wisdom, this fish is too big to catch Better let the missus know where you hit the stash Watch your next step, bro, before you hit the traps Walking on eggshells, tripping over landmines And I'm about done dealing with these damn lies Man, I'm looking at this planet like a franchise Chastised into digging holes in the back nine the latest proof ain't a way to move, change the view Just a bunch of peck of heads living in a chicken coop Picking at the dinner, finger licking like the plate is good So kick it for a minute then show me what that thing could do Two plus two Show me what that thing could do Two plus two Show me what that thing could do Two plus two Show me what that thing could do Two plus two Spaces. <laughs>